Welcome back to Talking Flick, where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly movies and TV. Today with me, I have Ryan. He just sat there, staring blankly into the distance, mouth agape, eyes unfocused and glassed (laughs) over. He didn't know what to say. His mind was blank. But it came to him in an instant, and he yelled out, I'm back! And you can't keep me down. Can't keep, very literary <laughs> in the Stephen King sense. A little wordy. Oh, man. A little wordy. Just call me Copyright? Oh, that, yeah, I knew it. I knew it. I was waiting for it. Yeah, I didn't want to do New Kids yeah. twice, right? <laughs> as, soon, as, soon as, uh, as soon as that song came on, I was like, I know who's going to sing this. And like, <laughs> I just want to oh, say man. you two guys look amazing. I don't know what the fuck happened to me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and so we've got Ryan, we've got Nick, we've got the tripod back together tripod yeah uh, so, hashtag tripod yeah. it's getting steamed so, yeah like man it. oh man today we're gonna be doing it chapter two before we get all into that we're just gonna go a little bit into movie news and actually before the it chapter two it was like the very last trailer we got the birds of prey trailer yeah uh, yes. we're talking really about this long so title of harley the birds quinn, of prey yeah. the uh, powerful or the amazing emancipation of harley quinn fabulous emancipation yeah there you go yeah well i will say this i give credit to warner brothers for doing the thing where they're not releasing it online yeah. and you can only see it in the movie theater and that had a bit of an impact. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. read about the trailer for a couple days and then I went and saw this movie and uh-huh. the trailer came on. I was like, oh, cool. All right. That's, yeah, that's it's a, it's a really short it's, trailer, It's a very though. teasery. Yeah, yeah, it's just teasery. Yeah, yeah. But you do catch a little Ewan McGregor, our buddy yes. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was cool. He's going to be Black Mask. You get a little tiny bit of, um, obviously you get Harley Quinn opening it, but the two actresses, I think that's Mary Elizabeth Winstead. You know, I always get these yeah. ladies confused. Who's playing Huntress. Yep. Right. Okay. And then right. it's a lady I, I don't so, yeah. I don't know her very well. Uh, Journey Smollett Bell is playing Black Canary, mm. and I guess that's basically the trio, right? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. have no idea. No Oracle. Uh, yeah. No. Like I'm not. Because uh, I'm not up to date on the birds. Yeah. Because this Birds of Prey is different than like the comic yeah. of Birds of Prey because normally Harley Quinn isn't a part of it. I think yeah. it's Huntress. It's Batgirl. Uh, Batwoman too as well. And I don't uh, know who else. Black Canary. Yeah, for sure. Black Oracle. Canary, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oracle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so. if you're a bird kind of uh, comic book, <laughs> yeah. you know, if you got a bird superhero well, name, you're in the no, Birds of Prey. No signs of uh, Joker. Were you worried about that? It's too many clowns. Too many clowns? Yeah, too many clowns. <laughs> That's true. She said she's tired Leto of it. Clown. Yeah. So, I mean, what do you do? Because Jared Leto, I don't think he's going to want to come back. Or did he say? I, he made it kind I of thought higher. He, I heard that he was, back, yeah, but. he's still in play. He was still in play for Suicide Squad 2. Uh, James Gunn, still, you know, was uh, super excited yeah. about that. So, I don't know. I, I think Drake. he's still going to come so back. So, Tim Drake. All, all this DC stuff, like, Nick, I know you've mentioned it in the past, but now it's it's, it's, it's really, yeah, no, it's becoming more and more apparent so some messy. rumors i know like we're contractually obligated by anchor right to talk about batman every single episode so we will mention our that hands are tied we can't do anything about it say the word batman that's it flipboard makes us do it right so what i'll say is that um the there was some news about the robert pattinson um batman universe could be tied to the joaquin phoenix joker universe it could be some sort of prequel there yeah. could be some easter eggs in there really i don't, I don't think that's true but there was some scuttlebutt about it there so. might be if there's easter eggs it's just on the very like, yeah eventually. yeah just it, very surface level just in case uh you know joker does become like very successful which i A think it deal, might yeah. you know what yeah, i mean because yeah. it won uh the golden lion at the venice the golden film, lion film festival <laughs> that's so, a cool name and, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? cool. so it's a 
but, tiny, tiny little uh, award, but a great name. <laughs> but it's getting it's getting a lot of buzz, and so I think right now it's either sitting at a ninety percent or a nine really? on IMDb it's and like early. Rotten Tomatoes. It's but early. it is early, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the same with BVS and so, stuff, and so. But what's it? <laughs> maybe <laughs> we're also contractually obligated to bring that up. Every yeah. Every, <laughs> okay, so didn't they say that this is supposed to be completely separate from the the Batman universe and all that, right? This I mean, to Todd right? Phillips had said that multiple times. But so, how do you have Joker without at least some sort of agree, Bruce Wayne yeah. kind of, you know, Easter egg? I, I get that. But if they were, like, I was just thinking about this earlier in the week. If they're going to do that, why not they do, like, an Elseworld thing? Like, they have Joker yeah. kill Batman or something along the lines right. of just, just completely out there. Because if they have that freedom, then why not do it? Like, what's the point of them going through like yeah. this whole origin story of the joker which it ultimately means nothing to the overarching universe they you know still want mean? a franchise yeah. you know what i mean that's they want a successful franchise because they've had nothing but kind of misses for at least a little <laughs> while on any franchise world building so, so say well, they, it ties it yeah. ties just like into it right if if this movie works out really really uh -huh. well now we're gonna have prequels and stuff just another way for a studio to have a franchise right yeah okay so, but i think it, it's right. so. again too many clowns too many jokers yeah. Let's, yeah. Calm down a little bit. harley yeah, quinn so. said it right yeah. we are getting exactly. a lot of clowns so exactly. we're gonna have it then also uh did you like that by the way when harley we didn't mention that she smashed the balloon oh right? yeah no that i like it too, i actually like that I like part the tie so. in, right? <laughs> I like that uh, new line which is it um is tied with warner brothers They're yeah. together so they can kind of like it's kind of like they cross, can do it but, yeah, but, but that's not over. how hammers work with balloons no what there might be some away. spikes on the end of that thing you're just gonna float away you're right i didn't even think about that i feel so dumb now by the way did they uh did they have balloons up in your movie theater they did at mine no they had a single balloon there's a few of them. There's like did, four or five of them. Did you go Thursday night or Friday I night? I went uh, Saturday afternoon. Oh, no, no. I went Friday afternoon. Oh, you Friday, Friday afternoon? afternoon. Okay. I went yeah. Friday at two and I didn't see any balloons at oh, okay. all. So. Yeah, yeah, we, we all went some. Friday afternoon. So. Yeah, we did. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, maybe it was like Thursday night. They just had, and they're just like, we're tired of all these balloons. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got Someone has to blow them up. Yeah. Actually, a halfway, them. a halfway deflating, like kind of wheezing red balloon is a little scarier. It's a little creepier. So I think that's a good call. So you see it in the morning. The next day, it's more impactful. So they had a single balloon in our theater, but it was weighed down by one of those balloons weights oh, so yeah. it kind of lost its effect <laughs> there's actually a storm drain near my house too i was always thinking about like for halloween just actually tying a red balloon to it mm, so maybe i will this year who knows so <laughs> see who notices it but before before we get off the joker entirely that there was news that the uh i guess a first draft of the script leaked okay now, i didn't read it because you know my prediction yeah. on what the movie's gonna be i didn't want to go ahead I'll, I'll try to watch it clean like everybody else but uh, some people were complaining. There was a little bit of backlash from that first script yeah. reading. So really? I've been I've been trying to stay away from just all kind of talk about because it's coming out like October. So it's yeah. coming out yeah, October sixth. Yeah, like less yeah. less than a month. It's yeah. going to be out. So I'm trying to stay away from like any you know non spoiler reviews, any reviews at all with it, just to see how it is. But I think I have heard that. If you're coming to this movie fresh, you want something more original that you'll like this. But if you want it connected more to the DC universe, it's not gonna, right. it's not gonna do anything. Well, we had mentioned it multiple so. times, right? This was a story Todd Phillips had, and then he just kind of infused the Joker later. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> it's like a, again, yeah. it feels like the remake of King of Comedy. Throw the Joker it's in just, there, let's and let's. It, it feels. Uh, it we'll, feels very. We'll mix in a little Dark Knight Returns. Hey, and they've, there you go. they've done that a lot of times. A little bit of sugar, a little bit of spice. Yeah, everything, and spice, yeah. and balloons and. <laughs> It feels very uh, and chemical X. I keep on wanting to say paranormal activity, but not paranormal activity. Cloverfield. It feels oh, very Cloverfield. Yeah. Okay. Where you have right. like a you have universe a adjacent. Script. Yeah. yeah. Mm, so where gotcha. you have like the sci-fi script, like for example, a Ten Cloverfield Lane. It was originally called The Basement, and it would have never been made unless it got that Cloverfield attachment name to it. 
and which ten Cloverfield which, which one was that? That ten, was ten Cloverfield. Yeah, ten Cloverfield. Okay, yeah, which yeah, was yeah, very yeah. good. And, uh, that and then was, there was the third one, right? The Cloverfield paradox. paradox. Was so that, that intentionally, so, or was that the same situation? So there's actually same situation, kind of. So uh, ten Cloverfield Lane, which was originally going to be called the Basement, it was a script that a lot which of people liked. Which is very good. Liked. I think yeah, better than the great. original Cloverfield. It was, actually. it was very good. Yeah, and so it was never really going to be made. So it got the Cloverfield name attached to it, and it did really well. It was actually to be. It was actually got the chance to be made. Uh, with Cloverfield Paradox, originally it was going to be called God Particle. was another kind that of sci-fi script. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> that got the Cloverfield Paradox name. And then, of course, that one went just straight to Netflix after the yeah. Super Bowl. Had a few moments. Just to fail. But it was, yeah. 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 So, On balance, yeah. it was And uh, actually, Overlord, which apparently did pretty well, like, critically. And I think even okay, financially, yeah. too. Okay, yeah, video game Kurt, movie uh, kind of, right? Kind of, like, yeah. Kurt yeah. Russell's son is in it. It's like Nazi kind of zombie. Yeah, I heard about I that. I yeah, never yeah, saw yeah. it, but I heard yeah. actually good things about it. Yeah, that was originally going to be another Cloverfield movie, but that actually just got dropped entirely from, like, any Cloverfield name. It was just given its own thing okay. called Overlord. So it's kind of like, you know, you have a script that you really like that actually you want it to get made, but it can't get made unless you attach something to it to make it a franchise. Yeah. And then you attach Joker, you know, you attach Cloverfield too. We it, talk so. about it all the time, right? I'm always bitching for originality. That's the problem. The yeah. That's the problem <laughs> with, uh, that's the problem with Hollywood today. You got to be attached to a Star Wars, a Marvel, a DC, whatever. You know, we want some peanut butter Falcons out there. We want some of the originality out there. Yeah. And on that note, an amazing trailer dropped a couple days oh, ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's that, talk that about it, That blew my effing mind. Yeah, same here, man. It <laughs> this, looks so good. We're yeah. going to say we're gonna start saying his name right because I think this director is going to start showing, showing up on my list that everything he does, I'm going to give him a chance on. Okay. Taiki. Taka Watiti. Waititi. Waititi. Yeah. Yeah. Ta- I think it's Taka Watiti. I think it's ta- Taiki. Ta- 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 yeah, I think that's what it is. But either way. <laughs> Every, I heard everyone pronounce it Taka Watiti. Taka Watiti. We actually looked it up and we tried to make sure that we got Taika it right. Taika Waititi. And, and now we can't even. <laughs> We're getting close. Taka Waititi. We're definitely getting closer. <laughs> but, you know, he's, he's been around Taka. for a minute. <laughs> he's, been, he's been around for a minute. Flight of the Concords, What We Do in the Shadows. He made a great movie yeah. in 2016, Hunt for the Wilder People. It made my top 10 of the year. Yeah, I love that movie. So good. And uh, now he he obviously did Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. So yeah. one for them, yeah. the one for him, sponsored by Disney Studios, which is freaking it's amazing. Insane, man. Is Jojo Rabbit, a kid in Nazi Germany with a, his buddy, his imaginary friend Hitler. I mean, you <laughs> so can't, so Hitler you is can't go imaginary wrong. friend. He that's his, and he's such you a know, he's such a happy looking Hitler. Oh he's a very goodness. pleasant looking. It Hitler. is it's so insane. Like <laughs> nice to see that's Disney a go great back to trailer. Roots, so. <laughs> yeah, so man, and very quirky and like you know it, it has this whole coming of age sort of yeah. feel to there's it. Kind of like John Hughes or yeah, whatever. There's a little bit of John Hughes vibe. There's a little bit of of like uh, I don't even know. There's a little hunt for the wilder people vibe in there. The comedy is sort of earnest, and the little kids and but stuff. I, we're burying really... the lead right now. Why is it so crazy? Well, it's crazy because it's it's very much like the producers, like Springtime for Hitler in Germany, right? Like it's it's not something that's easily sold to a studio. And of all Disney studios, too. Disney yeah, to be the one. Right? Oh now I know that some of the backstory of this was that Disney wanted to tank it and get rid of it, right? The first cut of it, they made him do some reshoots. So he did spend a little bit more money doing reshoots. Now, I tried really hard <laughs> to find out what the budget on this movie was because uh-huh. I prayed in my heart of hearts it was like $150 million. <laughs> but I know it wasn't. But like I think it was like a $25 million movie and they gave him another 10 million to kind of make it a little sweeter. I think he wanted to go a little darker. So but the end result, that's one of the best trailers I've seen in a couple I of years. I wish I was that in the boardroom. That is must see for me. I wish I was in the boardroom when they're giving him <laughs> notes. They were like, okay, so we really like everything that's going on here, but the whole Nazi thing. <laughs> Do they have to be Nazis? How, can your, does your imaginary friend have to be Hitler? Can it be Pennywise? So can it be a stuffed animal? Like, who, plays, who plays Hitler? Is it, it uh, It's Taika Waititi. Yeah, it is him. Yeah, and he looks great. 
Yeah. <laughs> he looks like such a friendly Hitler. <laughs> Man, I, I never pictured us to be able to say yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Friendly, friendly but you know what? Hitler. It's in, it's insanely original. And it I is. love and the it way the trailer is. moves along, it's, it looks like a wonderful Scarlett Johansson performance. Yeah. Um, and it, it's uh, she's actually not. Uh, it's a kid who's, I guess, goes to a Nazi. Uh, it's a Nazi boarding school. Is that what it is? Nazi boarding school for kids. I thought it was like, like the that. Hitler Youth. Hitler Youth Academy. That's what it is. Okay, yeah. I thought it was a Hitler Youth. So he's like all in on Hitler's Germany, right? The little kid. Of course, he doesn't know anything about it. Exactly. And then he finds that there's a Jewish girl living. His mother is protecting a Jewish girl in her basement. So there's a lot of like... And it's a very, very interesting perspective. Yeah. Now, can I ask, is this insensitive... Okay, so that's the thing, right? It's a good question. You know, we we talked a little bit about the Dave Chappelle comedy special and yeah, some of the stuff that yeah. goes on there. When you're talking about art, I think that you have to give people more leeway, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. Now, you know, we're going to talk about it in It. There's some stuff in the book. They try to sort of bridge the gap on some of the stuff that might be more uncomfortable now than it was in the 80s when the book came out or whatever. So in this movie, I, it's a question for the individual, right? I think that there are some people that would watch that trailer and say, you know, maybe it feels a little anti-Semitic, insensitive or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get any of that. I got like... You know, we like the producers, right? We, we yeah, what's the yeah, problem no. here? This looks amazing, and I, there's a chance for it to g- send a message in, in an interesting way. I I completely understand. I I agree with you. It's it's idea of satire and taking this different perspective and putting it on its head and having this uh, alternate look on it because you're yeah, you're, it's got from, a glossy kind of <laughs> yeah, it, 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 yes, it's a totally different genre, and it's you're gonna get Hitler stuffed animals out of this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it's uh, I, I I do anticipate a lot of controversies coming from it a lot of people being like oh look when when charlie chaplin did it in the great dictator and mel brooks did it in the producers yeah, yeah. you're directly poking fun at something that's very serious yeah but by poking fun at it you really hit them where it hurts yeah this yeah. is a little bit of that too so don't think that it's you know one side plus it comes from the perspective of someone from new zealand too mm-hmm. so we look at it from the american perspective or possibly maybe you know, from the Jewish perspective or whatever, this is different. So I, I, I just found it to be like completely not what I expected, uh, completely original and something that like just made my eyes like go crazy wide. And I've, so, I'll definitely uh, be there day one for that. Yeah, so yeah. I, I don't know if this is a reliable source, but apparently no one wanted to play Hitler in this movie, Jojo <laughs> I Rabbit. can't imagine why. So, so Taco Waititi had to take it upon himself to do it. So. So, but, you know, you've had people play Hitler before, like, of course, Quentin Tarantino movies with Inglourious Will Ferrell Bastards. did it in the producer's yeah. remake. One, oh, one, yeah. one of the things that I think about when I was watching the trailer was in Whitest... Oh, no, it was in Kids in the Hall. Kids in the Hall? Yeah, and it was a sketch where one of them was accepting an Oscar or whatever and they were giving their Oscar speech and they're thanking all the people and then he slips in there thank you Hitler and then, <laughs> and then and the music stops and everyone just like says nothing and he's just continuing to thank different people and then uh, someone comes up and tries to usher him off from the mic and he's like why are you stopping me? And it's like, because you just thank Hitler. And it's like, what? I would never thank Hitler. <laughs> that was a genius show. Yeah. And again, you know what? Kids in the Hall, Canadian. I always remember when you think about like American comedians versus Canadians, people from other countries, like actually people from other countries with different perspectives on this stuff get more leeway too. Uh-huh. We may sometimes be like, oh, we're the snowflakes or whatever. We overreact to this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got to remember, this is a guy from New Zealand, different perspective on all of it. 
I don't think there's any, there's not an ounce of anti-Semitism. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. when people see the movie, they're probably going to think that was incredibly sweet. It was and smart, we, too. We maybe yeah. also, yeah, it was really smart. And, and definitely the intent behind it is not to offend. And, like, I'm certain that it's going to put, like, a, like, not a positive spin on the situation, but uh -huh. help change the mind of this kid. But as the a little kid drops the grenade launcher, oh, yes, and he's just yes. like, oh, it's a heck of a time to be a Nazi or yes. whatever. Like, oh, it's a blue. <laughs> but I, I was talking about this with my wife. How do you foresee the end of this? Because yeah. I don't foresee the end being happy. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't but, know. Probably not. Because he's harboring. And, and maybe that's what some of the reshoots were for, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe there was a better way to tie it up. But even, I don't even want to go down that road. Let's just let the art speak for itself yeah, when it yeah, comes out. Yeah, What very I want to say is, how about the cojones on Taika Waititi? Taika Waititi. For, <laughs> he, he, he gives him about $900, billion, uh, 900 million for Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. And he's like, all right, Disney. I'm just pushing my chips in the center of the table. <laughs> this is what I'd like to do. And they're like, all right, I guess. <laughs> so, I guess there was a struggle, but he eventually gets his art out there. That's hey, incredible. Yeah, yeah. That he decided to do something like yeah, this. Yeah, but right? the ball's on him. That's yeah. the, this is what it is, right? We talk all the time about you're going to give the keys to like a big studio franchise to somebody like Ryan Johnson, Taika Waititi, uh, to uh, the people, uh, mm -hmm. Ryan Fleck and Anna Bowden from Captain Marvel, whatever. So they make the money for the studio so they can go back yeah. home and be like, I've got this glossy. One for dust. you, one for yeah, me. One yeah, for you, one yeah. for you, right? one for me. So, so. If, this is, if this is what that is, I'm, I'm grateful that it's happening the way it should. I'm, I actually give credit for Disney. I know they begrudgingly, but I give them credit for letting them do this because yeah. I'm looking forward to this. I think it looks amazing. I'm going to yeah. watch it in yeah, theaters man, for sure. Yeah. I, I have the trailer playing right now on, on mute, oh, of course. And you got Sam Rockwell in there too. Sam Rockwell's so, the, you know, the just... leader of the youth academy. That's oh, great <laughs> casting. Come on, man. It's incredible. And the So I don't know if you got this feeling from it, but the font and the like the the color palette like the red oh, it was and beautiful blues. yeah it, it looks great the tone kind of, is very clean yeah, it kind of reminds <laughs> me of like scott pilgrim like the, yeah there's a little bit of that i yeah, got a little yeah, bit yeah. of that if, you, if you've never seen hunt for the wilder people check it out it's a beautiful movie from 2016 and that one has like a I think even more than Flight of the Concords and what we do in the shadows, which is very like that New Zealand sort of humor that is just this dry, dry a little, yeah. but really funny. Like I love Flight of the Concords. I ride <laughs> yeah, that show. yeah, man. But Hunt for the Wilderness People is has a sweetness to it, and it's also about a little boy who kind of gets lost in the forest. He's adopted or whatever, and he's kind of he loses his mom, and it's it's an emotional story, but it's so funny at the same time. Yeah, yeah. This kind of feels like the same thing, but even more money, even more budget, bigger cast. I think, and you got, you know, imaginary friend Hitler in there. I just can't wait. I think it's going to be amazing. <laughs> so uh, for other movie news, moving on from Hitler news, but staying on Disney, um, apparently the, because uh, Marvel with Disney Plus are going to be doing a what if storyline. And so, mm. but it's going to be all animated. Okay. And originally and so, the uh, the uh, Jane Foster was going to be part of that, right? But they pulled it back because I'm not sure. It, that does sound like something that probably would have. I, I had read an article. Right? I don't know if it, it's uh, it's too much of a tangent, but I had read an article that Taiku Waititi yeah. was like, "Listen, we're gonna we we I read some of the what if screenplay stuff." And I want to do Jane Foster in a movie. Let's do it. And that's what started the ball rolling on okay. getting Natalie Portman back. Oh, so then they had okay. to pull that from that series. Okay. Because well, of that decision. It looks like they got some pretty good lineups as far as like the cartoon goes. So they're going to have like a what if uh, T'Challa as Star-Lord. So Black Panther mm, or T'Challa oh, Black Panther. Is this a comic thing before it was a show? Like, is this? Yeah. yeah what if yeah, it's a comic series? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, sure. But this what if it's just going to take all within like, I'm assuming the MCU. So okay. you're going to have T'Challa Star-Lord. So T'Challa gets taken, I guess, as like a young kid. And then he never actually fully uh, comes into terms with running uh, Wakanda. And I think, uh, what's his name? Michael B. Jordan. Killmonger comes back Ooh, and ends up taking over Wakanda. Uh, yeah. So at yeah. least that's one kind of storyline right there. 
Uh, I wonder if they'll use the actors to do the voices. I think they are, yeah. Oh, so I think wow. they are getting yeah. the actors. Ooh, to do the yeah, that sounds yeah. awesome. Um, they're going to get, uh, I can't remember his name. He was in uh, Casino Royale. He's also. Uh, Jeffrey Wright? I don't know. I don't know his name. From uh, Westworld? Westworld, yes. Yeah, that's, that's him. Jeffrey yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, he's, he's going to really be playing good. a. Uh, yeah. He's going to play one of the Watchers, and he's going to be the narrator. So he's going to be narrating okay. like these what if scenarios. Uh, you have Marvel Zombies that's going to be coming out with this too as well. Oh, great! Um, we're going to have Peggy Carter, Captain America. Oh, so that's like going to be pretty interesting too. I, I'd like to see that. So I think right now that's all we've got for like the what if leaks is that's what they're going to plan to yeah, do, yeah, which yeah. I think is it's really kind of cool to kind of get like T'Challa and Star Lord, two characters who probably never really interact as much in general. You know, and you just flip the script on them. I, I just, so I just hope it's that it's not another origin thing, and all they show us is just the origin. No, uh, I don't think. Yeah, so. don't I give think us too much of that. Be... I do think it's interesting. Like we talk about comics ad nauseum here, but at least they're taking like different versions. This is a cool way to get some different stuff in there without spending like two hundred million dollars on a movie, right? And it's actually filling up that streaming service and making it kind of appealing. I yeah. make fun of this stuff all the time, but I'm down. After The Mandalorian mm. and some of this stuff, like you got to get Disney Plus. Yeah. You, you really can't live without it. Now. Maybe not uh, The Tramp, whatever it is. We can live without like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, we don't need that one. That one yeah, yeah, but, okay. but yeah, The Mandalorian, all these other ones now, they look, they, you know, they're going to get a lot of people on board with it. And I think they're going to have a package deal with Hulu too. So mm. yeah, so which also has live sports, by the way. Football season starting was amazing. I watched <laughs> we don't talk about sports. We don't want to talk about Antonio Brown. The Patriots? No? Okay, all right. We won't talk about that. Foosball. That's super. I got something for you guys. All right. I can can fix it. Nicolas Cage and Ari Aster are flirting with each other. They want to be together. A man after my own heart. Are you serious? Wet dreams. Two two crazy weirdos coming together in perfect harmony. Probably broad daylight and with chopping people's heads off. <laughs> that's it. going to be amazing. It's going right? to be awesome. That sounds amazing. <laughs> so we'll right see there, if they can actually so. get that off the ground. Oh, yeah. But that's all I got for a movie. You don't you want to talk about Bad Boys for Life? Yeah, no? throw it in there. Well, yeah. That looked all right. Okay. That was all a right. decent looking trailer. I, I Mark Lawrence and Will Smith. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Yep. And it was very throwbacky. It felt Michael Bay had the glossiness. And it's got Joe Pantoliano, who we just saw in The Matrix. In The Matrix, right? Cypher in The Matrix. He's back with Heartburn. And he's the crazy, whatever that guy is. Yeah, the captain. Yeah, exactly. So Chief, did Gemini Chief. Man come out already? I no, think it's coming not. out in November. Oh, okay. So not is it just, this year? Yeah, I think it's I this year. I see posters. Yeah. I don't want to see it. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'll probably so get to it eventually. What was the last thing that Martin Lawrence has done? Martin it's Lawrence? It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been Black a minute. Big Mama's House, too. Yeah, Big Mama's House. I was thinking Blue Streak, but that was way long ago. He looks all right, though. He looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And their chemistry looks pretty good still. But it still has the same Bad Boy 2's feel, you know? It's just like carbon copy <laughs> the trailer has a funny moment at the end where like the partners or somebody else is singing the bad boy song and they're like no nah, you can't sing that song so it was <laughs> they it was did that on clever. every movie though <laughs> yeah, it was somewhat clever <laughs> it's like that's the same joke <laughs> yeah. if you so, can do rush hour three we could do bad boys four, is uh fine. is michael bay coming back to direct it or is it a different director no, it's a different director it's a guy okay. who hadn't done a whole lot i don't know too much about him but i think michael bay is producing right okay, so like so it has that vibe to, it somehow, sure. Nick, so. to be honest i would rather have another rush hour than another bad boys um, it's been a while. Maybe you're right. You might be right too, about that. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that we need either one, but <laughs> Rush Hour Three was not that great. So, but I could definitely. I don't know, use but Rush it's still good. Yeah, so, why Bad, not both? Bad why Boys not both Rush One Hours? was the really cop. good. 
Bad Boys 2 was like half okay and <laughs> half awful. And this is Bad Boys 3. They went to Cuba in Bad Boys 2. Or was there 2? already? This is Bad Nick, Boys 4. Nick, I, can't I remember. remember. Right. I this is Bad Boys 3, right? Yeah, this is, yeah, why this did I call it Bad Boys for Life? There was Rush <laughs> Hour 3. 3. And yeah. then, yeah, so. I distinctly remember talking about Bad Boys 2. Oh, we talked about it in the Hot Fuzz episode. Yeah. Because they go to yeah, Cuba. And it's right. like 40 minutes too long. And then you were saying Bad Boys 2 was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? It, it is terrible. But there's like the first hour is, is not bad. And then like for some reason, they're Miami cops that get tanks and go to Cuba. And then there's like an extra 50 minutes for. I see nothing wrong with yeah, that. Michael Bay. Yeah, Michael Bay gets a discount on yeah. all that military weapon. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you have any more for movie news, Nick? Uh, well, they, I think Michael B. Jordan, this is interesting to me because I had Creed 2 as my number two movie last year. Mm. And I liked the first Creed. It was in the top 10 a couple years before that. The rumor is that Michael B. Jordan is coming back for Creed 3 for sure. And there's a strong possibility he's actually going to direct the film. Interesting. Now, I like Michael yeah. B. Jordan a lot. Uh -huh. I think he, he could be an interesting director. He learned from guys like Josh Trank with the Fantastic Four movie, but had done Chronicle before that. <laughs> I don't think that's a good... Uh... <laughs> I get that. And, and Ryan Coogler, like who we know we okay, like yeah. a lot. So Fruitvale Station's movie, that was my number one when right. that came out. So I think it's an interesting idea that he would direct himself in a Creed movie. And I actually like that character. I like both of those movies quite a bit. So I would look forward yeah. to that. Yeah. Creed yeah. was definitely a very good surprise yeah. as far yeah. as it being... And the know, sequel was satisfying. Yeah. Maybe not as good, but I thought it was very satisfying. I think it's satisfying yeah. too. So I just, I'm curious as kind of what direction he might take it because you had you know i mean do you bring back former villains because it was the drago storyline which yeah, is still yeah. an interesting Keep story periphery. Yeah. If, if you can't maybe stallone doesn't come back and you get dolph lundgren to train you or something there's a lot of stuff that they can if do he there. dies yeah, if he, if he does. dies <laughs> 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 who plays apollo creed again uh billy d no no, no he, well, he died uh, yeah, carl weathers carl weathers yeah. who's yeah, in the mandalorian yeah. by he the way he wasn't dead the whole time so yeah <laughs> he looks pretty good in those mandalorian trailers so i'd love to see carl weathers come back oh is that what we got for movie news that's it yeah i'm excited for creed three they've both been pretty solid but uh so today we're gonna be doing it chapter two uh just spoiler warning we're gonna do non-spoilers spoilers into spoilers but sometimes things slip out in non-spoilers we got the book but... the miniseries yeah. and the two movies here yeah. so, so we're, gonna we're gonna reference we're gonna back, mess it up we're gonna reference back to the miniseries we're gonna reference back to the book and i'll probably say it chapter one and most likely if you're listening to this you've already seen it chapter two already in theaters uh, before, and if you haven't, then what's wrong? Yeah, with what's you? wrong with you? Go watch it, man. Come on now. So, <laughs> but before we get all into that, uh, Ryan, what was your reaction to the movie? Oh, the CG. Oh, <laughs> the CG. <laughs> was it scary? Not scary at all, or very scary. No, 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 I know. We've been this before. <laughs> next well, time, we definitely go scary. Next definitely. time. <laughs> next time. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, gosh. So, Where do we start? Where do we start, start in this oh, movie? So I'll start with this. A uh, lot of very funny scenes. Yeah, At least yeah, maybe, yeah, too many, lot, yeah, maybe too many. Maybe too many. I think agree, it affects the I tone overall. The tone got a little many, all over the place. Too many. I, I felt like you know you've got some really funny, you got some pretty good scary, what the and you've dick got some really this? good emotional <laughs> moments. Yeah. So. See, I felt like uh, you know when you're you're making like chocolate chip cookies, right? And you yeah. take a batch and then you put a whole bunch of chocolate chip cookies, and then you have one that has a whole bunch of chocolate chip cookies, and then you have one that's that has the queen. Nothing. That's the queen chocolate chip cookies. Yes. <laughs> I felt like that's what they did. They were like, oh, let's throw a little bit of comedy here and there and stuff. Oh, this area has way too much comedy and a lot of horror parts in it you think that would be bad for the tone nah let's just leave it as yeah. is like they i could like it though they, like, you know, like they the really needed to pepper it out it's more a, throughout it's a funny the movie. Yeah. it's a funny thing because i actually agree with both of you right i agree with producer ryan in that like i was taken aback at times with the comic moments taking you out of the yes, scariness definitely the took you out yeah. but it also works because you have guys like bill Hader. yeah jessica chastain's very good in this movie bill Hader uh, and jessica so, Ch they're right. great so with the yeah. new like you got some heavy heavy hitter actors now it's not 
not just kids. The first movie, the tone is a little cleaner. This one, it gets a little all over the oh, place. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and, it, and oftentimes it works. And, I, and actually the novel, because I've read the book, I've seen the miniseries, and I've seen this one. The, the novel at times is a little bit like that too. It's mm. a little more all over the place too. I think they replaced some of the cheesiness of the novel with comedy here. And I get why they do that. And I get they have the talent and the actors to do it with. But I thought it took away certainly from the scary yeah. stuff for sure. But uh, so uh, Bill Hader, Jessica Chastain, yep. James McAvoy, uh, James McAvoy, uh, mm. James Ransoni. This is the first time I've heard yeah, of him. James Ransoni. Ransoni. Is, uh, oh, is it Ransoni? Yeah, okay. He's yeah. been around for a little bit. Well, he's a good actor. Oh, yeah. He's great. Oh, he's, he's awesome. good. Eddie, and, Eddie does really well. And they really did a good job of making him look the part. Like the older versions yes. did look like their so, younger uh, versions, except for Ben. For the most part, <laughs> did you know? Well, Ben Ben's pretty spot on too. I thought so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's not fat. I mean, they had to kept on bringing that up. <laughs> got darker. Does, does that happen? That His hair guy, got darker? I yeah. guess. I don't know. It was a blonde before? Yeah, it was blonde before. Yeah. Well, that's how it is in the miniseries, too, I guess, because you got the blonde haired kid and then John Ritter, who plays him later on. But uh, Which was great casting. Yeah. Back in the day. Uh, this guy, Jay Ryan, was actually really good. He's from Top of the Lake, if anybody watches that show. It was really good. Mm. But there's an interesting story. The kids, when they made the first movie, the first movie was about $35 million. This one, I think they said it was about $65, $70 million budget. The kids got to select who they would want, or at least suggest who they would want Interesting. to play them. And the the deal was uh, Finn wanted Bill Hader to be Richie, and he got him. Yeah. Beverly wanted uh, the the girl who played Beverly, Sophia Lillis, I think is her name, or wanted right. Jessica Chastain. Yeah. Got her. And then I think Mike wanted Chadwick Boseman. That was Chosen Jacobs, the kid. Jake uh, Dylan Grazer from uh, the Shazam pod yeah, yeah. wanted uh, Chris Pratt to play older Ben. Didn't quite get there, but uh-huh. the guy they picked uh-huh. was pretty good. Yeah, and yeah. Then, uh, young Bill wanted um, Christian Bale. And they got oh. McAvoy instead. But mm. I would have thought Christian, that, that would have been an interesting casting. Uh, but it was funny I think to, McAvoy to, does to know that that was out job, there. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what? His accent, again, as we always mention, he, it was a little choppy a couple times. In the miniseries, it's, uh, I forget that guy's name, Bill Den- Dennehue or whatever. He's a pretty famous actor, uh-huh. uh, a child actor that was in the miniseries. But his stuff with the bike looks a little more earnest. It was weird to see McAvoy on the high ho silver bike there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was quite right. And that yelling definitely and sh- was. Yeah, yelling and, <laughs> they could have uh, updated that. Yeah. So it could have been a spoiler alert, but yeah. So when, guess, when, kind of, when he goes back into the stutter, I thought that was awesome. I thought that was a really good okay choice. That, yeah. yeah, are but, we going to spoilers real quick? Oh no, no, not yet. That's not much of a spoiler. So the people know us by now. But when he was going into the stutter, I felt like his kid version was much better at it. You know, like for sure. Yeah, I agree. James McAvoy, he just kept on going back and forth whether he wanted to have the stutter. Jaden. Martell, give that kid some credit. He's a pretty yeah, good no, guy. He's actor, great, yeah. man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way he handled the stutter and how he delivered the lines with James McAvoy, it kind of came in. And then when he was buying the bike from uh, the cameo of Stephen yeah. King, like he holds on that bike spoiler. part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that a spoiler? I see it as where um, when it comes to Bill and his and his stutter, because of course, as an adult, he's completely over a stutter. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel as though later on the movie, he starts getting more of the stutter because I think he starts remembering more and more of mm. what actually happened from his childhood, which, of course, is bringing back certain fears. And I think that's why his stutter kind of comes and goes. Mm. And just like the same as you can label it as like this, like, um, I guess this isn't really too much of a spoiler because I think it's in the in the uh, trailers too, but basically like their scars start to kind of reappear once they're back in Derry. 
So that's kind of, you know, that's what right. I saw. Which it is as, a like, through line so. for the most part with the book. And they, they muddy that quite well, a bit. They, they, the don't, they don't actually show it because they all look at their hands and stuff. Yeah. And they don't ever show whether or not they have the scars or they don't have the well, scars. Well, it's implied that it comes back. Yeah. That it starts to come back. Really? At, once they're in dairy, yeah, oh, I it thought, starts to come back. I thought it was implied that they always had the scar, but they didn't know why they it, had it, the scar. It, I think even in the book, too, it comes back. So, like, mm, for example, in the book, when uh, Bowers carves his name into uh, Bill, or it's not Bill, uh, Ben, ben yeah. it yeah. comes back when they're as adults and they come back into dairy. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I saw, like, the stutter as. It's just something. It's another thing, like, you know, it's just as they're remembering more of their past or as they're coming back more into the fold, those things start to come interesting, back. Interesting, interesting. So that's, that's my defense of James McAvoy. <laughs> the beast. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you <laughs> yeah. insult the beast like that? Oh, I'm sorry. Hedwig and uh, what, what else? I don't, know, I don't know. It was Richard Th- uh, Thomas in the miniseries. I played uh, older Bill. I liked him quite a bit. I think yeah. he was on Little House on the Prairie or something. But well, we won't get into spoilers too much yet, but what I wanted to say was, did you think, we talked about this on the ch- mm. chapter one talking flick about the ending, right? The ending of the book, the yeah. ending of the miniseries. Oh my goodness, And they go yeah. meta right off they, the bat. They poke a lot of and fun. And they poke yeah. a lot of fun yeah. at it. It's like really in your face. Uh, I like the joke, but I felt like they pushed it a little. little yeah, I did. Uh, I was fine with, and I think just because like in Stephen general. King, since you mentioned it, yeah. pumps it himself and it's kind of it's kind of <laughs> weird. Yeah, right? So I, I think it's fine because I actually enjoyed the humor in this because a lot of times after I get really scared, I usually laugh after. <laughs> And usually, it's a defense mechanism. Yeah, it's a defense mechanism, <laughs> and I feel it as too. I feel like the humor, at least majority of the time, worked for me. I know with the CGI, will kind of go a little bit. There, more there was later. some good humor. I, yeah. I'm not, I'm yeah. not counting it against it for the humor. There was just, it just seemed like there's too much. In yeah, there. and I, I could see that too. I always see it as, um, you know, you've got some really funny moments in it. And I feel like you've got some very good scary moments in too. I don't know if you guys, you know, felt the scary moments in there. A couple, if you thought, like, this is too cheesy, this is yeah. too much. But I felt like there were some very good solid scary mo- moments in there. And I thought there were some pretty decent emotional moments too. Mm. So, and also very I good did creepy think, moments. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll give, we'll, when we get into certainly the, the spoilers, we can talk about a little more, but I will give it some credit. The first movie had a very good sort of standby me vibe. The tone was a little cleaner. And for the most part, I liked it. I didn't love it all the way, but I liked it enough. This one, they're adults. They do hit a couple emotional bullet points along the way that kind of hit i thought the uh richie and eddie stuff kind of hit for me i know some people yeah. kind of roll their eyes a bit i thought it was pretty emotional and the beverly bill uh ben sort of tripod romance thing yeah worked out pretty well triangle. too. So, We'd have yeah to the triangle yeah richie and eddie were definitely the mvps of this movie like, yeah i really yeah. like and the chemistry was good and I yeah like yeah the, i agree the, with that i don't think it, we're not really spoiling it by saying that little hammock scene then juxtaposed with the end scene like there was enough yeah. there that it felt pretty pretty earnest yeah. you know, and i would say with the adult cast they feel like a group of old friends who are meeting together for the most you know part, yeah. for after a very long time none so. of them were bad and actually even stanley who i was wondering how they would play that in the movie versus right yeah he got he looks just like him too but, yeah, but, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah he, he, does, he was like a good him. actor and he gets his he gets his dues at the end too yeah, so yeah. I thought that was a nice but little in the beginning of finish. the movie though i was like oh man stanley gets the short end of the stick he yeah. gets cut out right at, but at the end when they resolve things and stuff it is nice to bring it can we go into spoilers. Well, let's wait a second. Let's, let's yeah. talk, do the numbers first before, so we give All people right, a little okay. bit more time in case you haven't seen the movie. So, 
it one cost $35 million. It had mm-hmm. about 123 million opening ended up making, we talked about 700 million worldwide, yeah. right? So far it's very early on in the process. The movie just came out. This one is projected to be 65, $70 million budget. The opening looks to be tracking around 90, 95 million. Yeah. So a touch less than probably what they wanted, but still really, really good. It's definitely mm-hmm. going to make its money back. It's opening up uh, overseas. It already made 30, 40 million. So it's going to make around a hundred million overseas. Yeah. Automatically make the money back. Certainly if they wanted to turn it into a franchise, the money's available there. It's it's tracking pretty well on Rotten Tomatoes. Audience has it at 82%. Critics have it at 66%. Okay. Mm. So that's so, going to have a jump right there between audience and critics. Yeah. Like yeah. 20%, so. so we, I think it was in the 70s uh, during the previews. And now that it's out, that number is starting now, to shift down mm, a little bit. Just out of curiosity. You look but there's at a lot more to the, complain uh, now that you talk about the conclusion. So yeah, you got to give them. I, know, I can yeah, see yeah, that. Yeah. Certainly with me. I'll, is, uh, I'll did you read any of the uh, critic reviews at I did. All? I read a few okay. of them. Yeah. That's why well, I probably won't review this movie because I ended up reading too many of the reviews. Yeah. I don't You know what I mean? I try to cycle other people's thoughts. But whenever we record, like I try to stay but away from it like at all i really tried yeah, this so, one i i didn't i still feel that like you know it's valid like if they make a good point and you agree with of course, that of course, then absolutely then why not include that we'll in your steal view everything from you critics <laughs> <laughs> no you're not stealing it you're agreeing with them but so the, the one point that i'll give yeah. to this movie that it is chapter two so i saw this with my wife my wife did not see the first one she did not read the book she did not see the miniseries and it was very easy for her to follow along. She yeah. did not have to have any of that ancillary I material think, or the material mm-hmm. beforehand in order for her to get this, which I, I thought that. was yeah. was good for this movie, yeah. you know? And and for uh, general public, if they haven't seen this stuff or if it's been a long time since they've seen the first one, it will be a good point. They can just jump in. I give that to the movie. Yeah. I want to point out that the first movie had Kerry Fukunaga involved and a guy named Chase Palmer. So it had three writers along with the source material of Stephen mm-hmm. King, right? And I think now seeing the second part, I I, I was curious why they didn't do flashbacks or why they didn't use the adults and just do it the way I would have wanted to because the book has flashbacks and goes back and forth on the timeline. Now I think of it like, well, in the second movie, what I like is there are flashbacks to the kids, but the story isn't as complete. They only have, I think it's uh, one author. It's Gary. Oh, uh, Doberman. Yeah, Yeah, he comes back from the, he was also involved in the first one, comes back, he's solo on this one. And I think he probably could have used a little more help. He's missing a little style. He probably tried to fix it a bit with that comedy and stuff, which works really, really well, but takes away from some of the tone that you want from a creepy Stephen King novel. And this is a big pro, you know, this chapter two, it's a big project. It might could have used an extra. And and, and an impossible expectation too. So I think based on those expectations, Muschetti does a pretty good job, but you know, it could have used maybe gone to the car more, wash, yeah. but also, too, they had the time thing, yeah, where you. I think it's with two the, hours uh, and 49 minutes. It's a long insane. Yeah, movie. That's insane. I want to say, because we, we chapter, can't, uh, we can't oh, fault them for that. <laughs> with, uh, with chapter one, it kind of sat on the shelf for about three years and it went through, like you said, went through the, yeah. the script, went through the car yeah. wash a couple of times. This was, of course, Several a two-year time frame of get a script, get it out, let's film yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and uh, to, to be honest, I like the first one way better than I like this one. And I have yeah. a lot of gripes with this movie. Uh, if we can go into the spoilers, I can start sharing. Yeah, you're ready right, spoilers. spoilers. All right, spoiler yeah. warning. Okay. So, uh, All right. Let's, yeah. hear, let's hear it, You go first. So now let's we're clean. We can spoil yeah. everything. Yeah, okay. Books, miniseries, whatever. So, okay. Um, one thing that I really wish, I wish they kept the scares to the adults like they they most of the scares yeah. were focused on that time when they all split apart which kind of 
amounts to nothing because they all made it to adults. So they obviously didn't die there. You know, yeah. it's just scary moments yeah. in their life. And there is living. significant differences between like Beverly's visions in the book miniseries and this movie. So yeah. the way they played it was like they set it up for something and then didn't deliver. Yeah, on exactly. It. It so weird. So there's no mm-hmm. danger for yeah. them because it's just all memories of what they went through. But they're obviously alive. They're there was there. a little bit of like, we don't want to end up like Stanley. Or yeah, something, exactly. But it so, wasn't yeah. And so there was no real danger for them. And I don't know why. Why didn't Pennywise just kill them so, like he had every opportunity to do uh-huh. so they would and all they would do is just close their eyes and say that and it I wasn't have some thoughts real. on that yeah like because uh as far as because of course like I think we talked about with the first chapter too the isolation scares work a lot better especially like in the beginning of the first chapter of yeah, yeah. chapter one well, you're trying to describe but, fear too so you got to yeah. remember fear and, from the uh, perspective of each person how yeah. much fear does each character have inside them in this I want to say it's just Bill and Beverly they're the only ones that get isolation scares as adults with Richie, oh no, and Eddie too. So Eddie it's, too, yeah. it's uh, Beverly, Bill, and Eddie. They get isolation scares as adults where yeah, they actually yeah. see Pennywise take some of the form and attacks them. Yeah, yeah. But Richie just gets a flashback scare with Paul Bunyan, which I actually like the Paul Bunyan scare. I don't know if you guys did, but yeah. <laughs> it's from then, the book, so I give him credit for doing yeah. it, but I didn't think it worked. Broad daylight yeah. kind of Again, and we, I wanted to talk so, about but, that. So in the I book, thought it was creepy. I thought it was creepy yeah. too. It was creepy enough, and like the, the mouth thing and, was a little uh, bit creepy enough. But the book has the storm in Derry, New Hampshire, or in Derry, Maine. I don't know why the movie or the miniseries don't elect to have the bad weather in Derry. Mm. Because, like, why are we doing this all in broad daylight? It yeah, kind of takes yeah. away from the creepy. I, I know, hard. Put I the, the stupid storm in. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is, right? It must be the so, budget for rain. Put some overcast over there. Make yeah. it a little okay. darker, man. But, Tyler, finish your point. you yeah. got you to so, tell uh, me why the Pennywise did not just rip Okay, so right we've there. got our isolation scares as adults where it okay. is uh, Bill, Eddie, and then Beverly. Okay. Ben is a flashback. Uh, Richie is a flashback too Correct, yeah. and then Mike doesn't really get a flashback scare yeah, because and part of that is it. because I think he's been in Derry this whole entire time yeah, yeah. and one of the reasons too this is kind of what I can kind of conclude from it as far as him not just killing them as adults or not being able to scare them as much as adults, you know, as far as with those isolation fears go, is because it's easier to scare children than it is to scare adults. And it's easier to manifest certain fears for, you know, uh, children as opposed to adults. And I think mainly why he might have targeted Bill, Eddie, and basically even Beverly is because their fears are very easy to manifest. Like, Bill see, is this, is where, this is where Beverly you lose dad, me a little bit, right? You know, So the differences, again, between the miniseries, the movie, and the book, uh, we won't harp on it over and over again, but the reality is in the miniseries and the book, it seems like Pennywise wants to keep them away from Derry. In some ways, it's implied that he gave them success to keep them away because he's afraid of them. Maybe they're In the movie, it's like, I want them back. I'm crazy. Come home. What's the logic line there? I don't get that. That was a little confusing to me. Okay. uh, My point that I'll have to make against that is they were obviously afraid, like all of them. And you, you bring up those three, but... Uh, Eddie and and them and stuff. Yeah, Eddie, Beverly, uh, and Bill and their isolation scares. Okay, and... uh, Richie too though. Richie was super afraid. Like he yeah. wanted oh, Richie to got leave. One too. That's yeah, right. yeah, he it's got a lot an of adult here too. Yeah, yeah, but um. Like Just they were obviously afraid angel. and they were in danger. And then they were like, they closed their eyes and they're like, oh, it's uh, it's not real. It's not real. And then it would just go away or whatever. Yeah. Um, and but. Pennywise kills an adult. He kills an adult in the very beginning. Like, so it kind of breaks down the idea of like, oh, why wouldn't he just kill an adult? Yeah. And obviously there are people dying. There's two kids that died right there in the movie. Pretty crazily. Yeah. You know, yeah. And I did uh, like both those death scenes were yeah. done pretty so, well. Uh, yeah. So the thing is, I don't understand why he's doing illusions for them and imagination for these guys um, because they have plot armor or whatever. Yeah. And for all these other people, like the adult and the kid, they still die. Yeah. Like, 
like I, I'll I defend I against get it. that too. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I <don't laughs> We're going that. out of this episode. So, <laughs> so I would put it as like because uh, typically like whenever Pennywise and I think we talked about it last episode too. Um, whenever you know he comes back and from his cycle, he's awake and everything. Typically, like all negative emotions yes, are, yes. are enhanced. Yeah, yeah. So you know if you just don't like gay people, now you really hate gay people. Right? Yeah, yeah. But talk about that yeah, opening so, scene. They like, did not kill him, him yeah, though. So, but that's the thing. It's it was kind of the result of that of how angry they were, and that's what you know what's led to the hate crime and him th- being thrown overboard. Well, that's very like easy pickings. Yeah. So same thing. Him being very injured, swimming, all that stuff, being dragged across, you know, uh, being taken out of the river easy pickings and even with the two children same thing with that one girl you know underneath the 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 park bench not park bench uh, uh, the, the bleachers, stadium, yeah, the bleachers, bleachers yeah. yeah you know same thing another very easy kill to take and even if you notice too when he's talking he's having that conversation with that girl she's like you're scary i'm leaving it's harder to actually have to you know get these children i mean you can't just be a clown anymore and get kids to come in your van apparently so I, I, yeah I, I, <laughs> like you, you make i like you make but, a, uh, you make a valid I'm point out uh, of that one. <laughs> real, real, yeah i know right and, so, and you know it's easier to scare these kids and so he has to kind of work a little bit harder for his food and yeah, that's yeah. why he might take off easy pickings and i think as far as that kid in the mirror house he that was an easy picking for sure Usually he does a little bit of a tease to kind of help kind of salt the meat as far as with fear to make it taste better. But I think he mainly, you know, killed that kid I just too to mess with Bill. There's so. an uh, there's an opportunity with the bigger budget and uh, with uh, Muschi, Muschietti. I want to say his name right because he's another <laughs> yeah. one I can't get his name right. It's Italian, right? So the thing is, like, he had an opportunity here to give us some answers with that, go a little deeper than what the novel does. Does maybe the people coming back to Derry give him more power? So now he has he has more range to do stuff. Whereas otherwise he doesn't have as much power. He has to lure the kids in because he's a little weaker. He could have explained a little bit more of it, but it's really not explained in any level. Yeah, and I I can see that too. And it kind of ends up being because how do you get Paul Bunyan to like you know come alive versus like you know what I mean? Like it's there's no through line. So so when when it comes down to it, like it's this idea of whether it's going to be an illusion or imagination, or he actually takes the form of that in the Paul Bunyan thing. He. It was just an illusion, but he could have taken the form well, of he, that. Well, he did. Yeah, so also, he did take yeah, the form so of it. Just, and this is kind of where like his powers are very. And I think it's good to kind of keep it. It's good to keep it vague, at least a little but, bit. But but in that sense, mm-hmm. that was easy pickings. How you put it, he could have killed him right there because he was so afraid. At yeah, that just moment. knock it out. Yeah, yeah. he could have. He could have killed him right there. I don't know. I just thought that it was. It just made sense to keep him yeah. alive. And- yeah, no, and it does. And it, it could be kind of seen as where, like, yeah, they're showing they're very afraid, but then you may not. There might be certain skills as far as, like, the fear goes. And maybe they're just not there yet. And it's kind of hard to determine, like, well, how does Pennywise decide yeah, now yeah. is the time for you to be? You know, I mean, this is the most afraid you'll ever be mm. or this is the best you'll ever taste. So it's kind of like, you know, it's really hard to kind of pick at it and be like, okay, well, how does he know? You know, I mean, the, the, yeah, the, the yeah. semantics of it all as yeah, far as yeah. like, you know, all right, if you're at a one through ten of your fear, when you're around an eight, that's when it's really solid. Right <laughs> yeah, now, you're at a six, I got to put you back a little in the gauge oven. that goes yeah. above their head. It's like the Giorno pizza. You, yeah. Know, yeah. you take it out, you're like, you know, another ten minutes. And, yeah. <laughs> and again, I definitely want to give Moschietti a lot of credit because like you really can't please everybody. Yeah. Remember yeah. When the yeah. book has like a mummy in it and a werewolf in it. So like the orgy that you guys always want to talk about. So like you have to make choices. Gang He specifically uses the word gang. Let's not, let's not do this again. If you wanted to use orgy, then he would use orgy. Let's talk about Batman the crime of it. Chapter two is not happening. No, that. but you gotta make you gotta make hard choices, and you're never gonna be able to please everybody. Yeah. But I think this one felt like he's fighting with a lot of different things. Yeah, and it ended up feeling a bit messy. Yeah, because yeah. Of that. I can um, 
one thing I'll kind of ask you guys: Do you think the flashbacks? I like the flashbacks. Loved they them. Added, Actually, I yeah. wanted more. But do you think it maybe like hindered the story a little bit more with certain parts of it? Or I think not think having the, the adults in the first movie hindered hinders it, it yes. more yeah. than anything else. Yeah, I think that's as a whole kind of making up for it. Now it's yeah. two different one, things, so. right? Yeah, yeah, as as a whole, not having the adults in the first movie, yeah. I still think the first one is better, is way better than the second one, and it like. To be honest, it stands alone. It could be just by itself, and I'd be happy with that. This yeah. this movie doesn't feel necessary to me. Like to kind of close up and kill the it, I get it, but and I want to talk about the end. How yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> how they went about it, I kind of wish that it didn't exist. Yeah. So. so it's actually the first. It's the same editor from the first movie, uh, John Ballantine, and he did The Great Gatsby, which I think is a beautifully edited movie for what it was. Um, in the first movie, it's edited better. This one, it's the editing is choppy, and I don't think it's him because I know he's a seasoned and very good editor. I actually think it's the story and the way they're piecing it together. Mm. That it's, a hard story to write. it's a hard yeah, story to write. It's a hard, yeah. hard story movie to, write. to cut For together. one guy, too. Yeah, yeah, and again, two hours and 50 minutes, a long time. Oh, Some God, of it yeah. did feel a little <laughs> bit you know, chubby at times. They could have mm. slimmed it down, but then I did want some more of the kids also. Yeah. So like, I, I kind of go both so, ways. Uh, Almost did you an know, impossible situation. I don't, I don't know if that's true, but did you know they use de-aging on the kids a little bit? Oh, did oh, they? Okay. Yeah, to make yeah, yeah. The same Actually, age. Georgie yeah, yeah. was the one who looked the oldest. Yeah, right? Georgie, Georgie was the one who looked a little bit older, for sure. For sure. But uh, some of them, they use a little bit of de-aging interesting, because, interesting. Like, they, of course, within two you, years, do you think, uh, are going to grow. Do you think they nailed the adult casting all the way? For the I most part, I like it. Do. Yeah, that's Rich um, Delia. She did uh, "Always Be My ba- My Maybe." By the way, she's mm. a really good casting director. Yeah, so, so I would. Yeah, for casting, I really like good. the casting. Uh, Bill uh, Hader, really yeah, good. Yeah, great. Steals the movie on really awesome. awesome. Um, yeah. Scene stealer. You know, as far as that goes, Isaiah Mustafa yeah, played uh, the older yeah. Mike. I don't. I, yeah. I thought he was okay. I, I didn't like his story per se. I really don't like the ritual stuff. Yeah. What's that? He was good. So do you want to talk about the ritual of Chew? Sure. Let's talk about it. Okay. All right. The made up Native Americans and the the weird leather pot. Yeah, because yeah. uh, couldn't you come up with something better than that. Yeah. So was that was that in? Let me ask. Now the I, book is a ritual, but it's much creepier than yeah, that. Okay. So, uh, and and, and, and the, the mini series, it's been a the long mini series. They, they they knock it right not, out. They don't they even do touch not on have it. it. So, uh, okay. all right. This is what I'll kind of say with the ritual of Chew. So, um, give me my. I haven't read the book. All I know is what people have told me from the book, but. With the ritual chew, it sounds ridiculous. It may, I don't know how it sounds in the book. Oh, it's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. So keep in mind, I don't know how it sounds in the book. It sounds ridiculous in the book, but like even just on Richie's screen, token was a token. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Yours is an inhaler. Oh, yeah. You sure you don't want to, you sure you don't want to rewrite that? Yeah. No, 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 we're going to leave it in. We it was like funny it. too. He was, we'll like, with that. he was like, um, that's not going to burn. <laughs> oh, yeah. But well, I got a rock. Let's throw a rock in there. But, but right. that was, it was funny because like all of them have like these little special things. That, yeah. And Richie and and uh, Richie and Eddie, like both of their things kind of seem like, oh, uh, we need to give him a token. What can we yeah, give him? Right? That yeah, right. Uh, why don't we just make up a whole storyline of him in the arcade or whatever? Right. Even even well, the shower caps, sense, because yeah, we didn't but... see it in the first movie. Yeah, yeah. It felt a little disingenuous. Yeah. Right? It felt a little weird. But, um. Where was I going with this? Oh, Ritual Chew. Ritual so, Chew, yeah, so yeah. Ritual Chew, it sounds ridiculous on paper. It sounds ridiculous when you kind of say it out loud too and you put it like in the movie screen. My whole if thing was- It looks was, ridiculous uh, and sounds ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it looks like a horse and it sounds like a horse. So, But it's just, I kind of saw it as the Ritual Chew was fake to begin with because like how it usually works, especially like in the miniseries too, is with it being like a shapeshifter, you know, it's just, it's a belief system. So he uses your belief and your fear or your fear to kind of, you know, help give him this power, but it cuts both ways. And that's why you have like in the miniseries, like this is battery acid, you know, yeah, yeah. and this is yeah. the monster killer. Which I liked actually. Does. I liked when yeah. he sprays and the, so you know. I, I, 
I, <laughs> and that's an element that works in the book, and I know it's harder to make it work in film, but this one just kind of glosses. But, uh, oh yeah, yeah I just so, decided not to go. But there. Uh, you know, I like the idea. It's a belief system, but it cuts both ways. And I felt that maybe Mike lied about the ritual chew, made this whole BS story up, just drugged Bill just to get them to believe the, the, enough so, that this was right. going to work that it would the actually. The thing about kill that it, is, so. like, there's a big moment there where everybody is scattering, and they just say after after the Stanley experience and the and the and the uh, Chinese restaurant where the cookies come to life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're out, right? But Bill and Mike are like, okay, I'm going to show you one thing, and this is going to convince you. Yeah. And this is what you're going to show gonna, me? A leather bucket you. and a weird story? Yeah. Like, actually, so, I'll, take the, I'll take the next taxi but the, out. But the thing is, like, if the ritual was fake, if the ritual was fake, I, yeah. I, I, I see what you're, what you're right. saying, yeah. and I, I kind of agree with that. And like, At maybe, least it sounds better, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, it sounds better. <laughs> but it worked. It, well, like, it worked how he saw it worked. Yeah. Yeah. So, a certain that, yeah, so that's, that's the only kind of, like... The payoff was weird because it, it doesn't totally work and then he starts laughing he's like you didn't tell him everything mike or whatever yeah. so but it doesn't work cleanly enough yeah it's like it wasn't well thought out I, enough I, to, to execute I, yeah. I get what they're trying to get at that yeah, he too. was he was he was hoping that oh it would work at this time because the, the they prop truly department could have come up work. with a better leather bucket than yeah. what they gave him you know like yeah. a little better than that right? <laughs> <laughs> we're running but, out of money to pick <laughs> <up>. <laughs> james, james mcavoy is expensive right so, so we gotta nick in the first one you were talking about like oh the the balloons and stuff like that it was kind of subtle like they kind of kept it yeah. down in this they went whole ham in I, with uh, all the balloons well you know the balloons uh -huh. in the beginning with the gay couple that yes. uh, gets attacked I, I really like that, that. I, yeah. I really like that too you know the I difference like was Tyler it was dark outside yeah that's true that's the difference between all this then the balloons at Paul Bunyan was goofy again no, so uh, well I kind of liked him using it as a means to get closer yeah. to, to he was, he was using him to keep his balance on his yeah, shoulder he likes his balloons okay so I'm gonna go into my gripes a little more okay the Henry Bauer stuff was unnecessary. <laughs> I agree. It was so I unnecessary. I totally agree hilarious. with that. Like, you know what? The Henry wait, Bauer wait, wait, stuff wait, wait. works so much better in the miniseries than it, it does uh, in this movie. Was it long overdue? Or... <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I gotta throw up. And then he just vomits right there. I like right the there. throw up, though. Like, yeah. so, <laughs> get it because we're in a library? I... I... <laughs> I, I, okay, it, that was funny. And then there was the funny thing, like, give me back my knife. And then he stabs him. I actually like that, too, yeah, when he I, gets stabbed in the so cheek. I, yeah, that I was did, the one moment I did like Eddie pulling the knife out. Yeah, I, I did like that as well. Him. But overall, the Henry Bauer stuff was not was necessary. Te Teach Why Grant was the older Henry like, Bowers. They and he was just whatever. They could have just, just killed yeah. him in one and yeah. not bring him back. But... And, it also, and you don't even know the motivation of why Pennywise is manipulating him to what end and what is he supposed to be accomplishing. I yeah. think, uh, he doesn't really accomplish a heck of a I lot. I think the same thing just because it's harder to scare them as adults. It's hard to kind of you manifest need a, those You fears. need a physical presence. You need, yeah. you, need, you need a little bit of yeah, help to do it. He got his help. ass kicked last time too. Yeah, you know what I mean? I he needs a little bit of MP. And so, uh, okay, so, so Bauer spends the last 27 years in the psych hospital. Why is he so strong? Why is he so yeah. beefy? Yeah. Why he is like, he that crazy? He didn't appear to be that crazy <laughs> doing uh, sit-ups and push-ups. Uh... So what is that? Two attendees, they pick him up when he starts going crazy and bring him back to his he room and stuff like up. that. <laughs> <laughs> like, And all of a sudden, he's like, oh, super overpowered that he's going to overpower Mike, who's been working out. Like, you know, he's he's been doing a bunch of stuff. Yeah. He's been active. What, what about, like, okay, let's talk about the zombie friends that help yeah. him out. Oh, yeah. Let's that talk too. about it. That's, like, that's a you guys moment. And, you guys are the horror guys. The zombie guy's playing wingman to him. He drives up into the Pontiac. Yeah. Broad then, daylight yeah. in the Pontiac. And Again, then, like you can't make it night. Just turn the shit out of here. It, it, like, on, man. Yeah. it looked like a nineties like music video. Oh, the zombie yeah. looks into the camera and he's like, let's go. And yeah. then they drive off. What the heck? Come I actually on. love that part. So <laughs> <laughs> 
and that's, I, that's the thing. This movie has a hard time juggling those tones. Yeah. So, no. so I, I think about what they did in their off time because you only see, you know, Bowers come back twice. So I'm just like, what did they do in that meantime? Did they just like hang out? Like, did they go like a bar <laughs> yeah. or something? Like, so I'm, and like, you know, of course, who's playing Patrick? I forget his last name. You know, he's that's Pennywise. So he's like, did he just like hang out with Bowers for like 48 hours or something? Well, yeah, it was pretty <laughs> weird. Yeah, I don't totally get it. But that. I was fine with that. I especially like when, you know, of course, Eddie gets stabbed in the chicken. He's just like, oh. why? Yeah, like, like, you know, why did to... you, you cut that fucking mullet? Stupid looking. Yes. <laughs> I like those moments. Like, that's when it kind of works, you know? <laughs> oh, man. The bickering. The bickering. Yeah, the bickering. Yeah, Richie. Oh, yeah, when, yeah, when he's dying, he's like, had sex with your mom. <laughs> oh, I like yours. I did get married. I married your mom, and he makes the job of the hut yeah. impression. I was like, Oh man, yeah. that's good. So uh, with the CGI in this, some of it worked for me. Some of it it's didn't as terrible. really. And yeah. I think a lot of it is because you have these ideas of like, you're, you're biting off more than you can chew. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. You're biting off more than you can chew. You're doing things in broad day, like with the Chinese restaurant and the cookie for and the, the fortune cookies kind of come to life a little well, bit. Well, that looked good. I, I, I feel like it didn't, it didn't hit as much with me. I was mm. like, Oh, some of it I looked pretty good. I didn't some love of it. it was like, I didn't Oh, love it. Okay. Yeah, I, I love that. Different scene. creatures coming out again. Like it's hard to balance the Guillermo del Toro vibe with like yeah. the Stephen King so, vibe. I don't know that they necessarily. Okay. Correlate. This kind of, this kind of like my overarching thing, his scares, they don't evolve to who they are. Yeah. Like, he kind of keeps it only to when there were children, but you can kind of see that some of his influence reaches out to their um, their personal lives. So yeah. when Beverly is planning on heading back to Derry and then her husband, all of a sudden she gets like flashbacks to her dad and yeah. stuff like that. And you would think that's a little bit of the negative influence of Pennywise mm -hmm. and stuff. And then with uh, Bill and his script and his wife and stuff, a little bit of a fight Can't there. Can't write an ending, like, so. Yeah. But, yeah. but all of them are feeling <laughs> this. That still holds true. <laughs> like, they're all of them are feeling this fear, you know? Yeah. Like, he vomits and then he crashes his car and stuff. Right, like, yeah. It, right. Which is indirectly an influence in, of in Pennywise. In the book, in the miniseries, he's a limo, like, uh, he owns, he a, owns limo a bunch service. of he owns yeah. a limo service, And this one, he's yeah. a risk analysis guy, which I, I like. Makes it. sense. I, I, that but, makes sense, yeah. But, but in in that sense so that means like pennywise still has a little bit of influence on their lives and and i would assume that he he's he talks about i've been thirsting for you guys i've been wanting you guys yeah. i've been thinking about you guys but yet his scares haven't evolved yeah. beyond what they were just i agree kids. with that and again like I, I wonder how much time i just don't know how they wanted to like line this thing up right I wanted a little more psychology i wanted a little more for pennywise to do a little more messing with the kids yeah yeah less of the Less of the CGI monsters and more of the psychological. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Building and up for the some reason we don't and... get it, and I think that hurts Bill Skarsgård a little bit because he doesn't get enough to do, which I thought was a bit of a problem. He gets mm. he kills it when he's on there, but not enough, like not as much as Tim Curry got. Mm. Uh, and then I think that like the 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 yes, you can make those CGI monsters, but. Should it's you? better, yeah. Should <laughs> yeah. you? Right? Uh, yeah. You should have gone a little more Hitchcock. Like, what we don't see sometimes is scarier. See, so. with like so, Bill, for example, they go back to his old basement with that scene between him and his younger brother Which and was stuff. Okay, now, yeah. like it was okay, but I, I, it, it ultimately it sucked. He has to kill his brother again, yeah, and then we've already has, seen it, and he has to face <laughs> his guilt. As no, you're a good older he has to brother. To kill himself like, now. Yeah, I'm like, come on, man. Why couldn't you like do something along the lines of his adult life? Like maybe his wife. Is like and then again, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to manifest. Yeah, that. And yeah. That's right. Like the, but you I know what? Ultimately, if you use, take so. the time, you could have pulled it off. Right. The, the miniseries and the book has a big part with Bill's wife, where she comes out to to basically yeah. look for him. She gets taken by Pennywise, and there's an emotional connection, and it leads into the the Ben and Beverly getting together situation right. much more cleanly. 
This one doesn't touch that at all. You just see bitchy Bill's wife from the beginning as the actress, and then nothing else. <laughs> hey, like, you kind of missed her a little bit. I kind and then and then again, like I think it would have made more sense with Beverly too. Would have been an opportunity there to get her abusive husband into the story, which the book does, which the miniseries yeah. does a little bit, not a lot. So they choose to not do that. And again, two hours and fifty minutes, you got to pick your poison. But I kind of think like those side characters coming in as adults gives it a little more of the okay, this is them as adults dealing with stuff that's real versus not just like CGI yeah. monsters and the psychological attacks. And same thing. It's just, it's easier to manifest children fears. You know, and I think yeah, that's why yeah. it hasn't evolved as much because he's not really used to scaring adults and he's kind of forced to. But if to he has influence this, on Henry so. Bowers, why wouldn't he have influence over Beverly's abusive husband or... Or why wouldn't because he mess with Bill by taking his wife away? Because you suppose, know, there, it's, yeah. it's a and again, those rules are unclear, thing, yeah. so it's hard yeah. to kind of. Yeah, and I see it. It's it's a radius thing. You know what I mean? Like because he has Henry Bowers, and I guess he's had him ever since. You know, he was committed or whatever. So, but you can't exactly influence it as much. But they do kind of. I like how they kind of talk a little bit about like this thing and their how they you know worked with Pennywise or how they dealt with Pennywise that it uh, infected them somehow. And so that it infected them and that eventually eats them up. And that it, that's what kind of killed Stanley, at least a little bit, is that he was too afraid to come back. Did Stanley write it on the uh, wall? I couldn't yeah. really see it. He did. Yes, he did. It, they so. should have lingered on that a little bit longer than what they did. That, that yeah. cut pretty quickly. They did cut a little too quickly on it. Yeah. I know in the miniseries, you yeah, hear the you screaming. Get, it's, and, it's, but that's, yeah. the, that's the conclusion of part one, too, which is a very good part. And, and Beverly part takes one, the time so. to call Stanley's wife, right? But we don't get to see Stanley's wife in the cut. Like, it would have been more better if she walked in and saw it or something. Like, I just think there was a missed, some missed opportunities there to yeah. create some, like, re reality fear, yeah. not just the CGI. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think the same thing as far as, you know, with Pennywise in general is just you know he's still kind of dealing with them as kids and it's even at the very end he's like you look have you all grown up you know stuff yeah, like that so yeah. but do you what? guys want to talk about some of the good stuff in the movie Wait, or sure, uh, yeah, you got yeah. we're not more, just bitching uh, there's plenty of good stuff in there we talked about a little bit earlier in the beginning but i like the the scary the not scary and the very and not scary at all and the very scary yeah, because yeah. in the first one they go through not scary at all and of course you get the first half of uh yeah, betty the, ripson i think is yeah, her name. Half of the and girl, she's like yeah. where's my shoe and you know you have the <laughs> half of her and they go into you know very scary and then it's the lower half of yeah. her that's running and, and chasing them. And she still says, them. where's my Pretty shoe? Genius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and I, of course, I like the, you know, the Eddie and uh, and Richie dynamic. He's like, no, 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 he's just fucking with us. All right, yeah, right yeah. we'll go through this one. <laughs> and, and it's a Pomeranian. It's a Pomeranian. I love that part, yeah. And so, and it maybe, like, a, maybe a couple seconds too long yeah. on it, but other than that, it was I really bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I like the whole, like, sit, who's a good boy? And then, of course, it turns <laughs> into this monster, and they score, and they close it. was an awfully cute Pomeranian. I don't know why they would trust it, though, at all, because it is... A manifestation of 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 Pennywise. I want to know what was in Barry though. What, like it, very scary. Oh it was yeah. Like, it was scary, I'm glad that we don't know because like it gives a little mystery to the whole thing. Yeah. And it makes well, it next time we'll go through the Again, other what door. What we yeah. don't see. It's like you know what the lessons are. You just don't execute them in your own movie. What we don't see sometimes is better. You know. Yeah. But for so, some reason he he wanted just, to go CGI. You know, and I think that's how the director is, Andy Muschietti, or however you say his name. I think he's perfectly it, right? designed but for superhero he, movies. And he's going to be great as, with the Flash yeah. movie. Mm. And as but far as like, not um, for this. <laughs> with, with mo he likes his monsters, you know what I mean? And that was kind of apparent with I wish, and everything. He likes to play with the toys in the sandbox. I, I just really wish, though, with the monsters that he did more practical effects. Like, yeah, Me and too. And that, this is the so. thing. Stephen King calls for the psychological scary stuff. You don't need the monsters to make it work, yeah. usually with King movies. And, yeah. and, so it's weird to see them come together, and it doesn't quite fit perfectly. 
perfectly well. And I guess you can kind of argue too that this is a monster movie because Pennywise is yeah. basically a monster, yeah. you know, and he's a shapeshifter. But his scariest fear, form is a guy in a clown suit, man. That's it's true. not, yeah, it's it not the, 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 the eyeball coming out of the cookies. He's a clown. You just have to bully yeah. him. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, Georgie. <laughs> yeah, so, but you know it's it does have some pretty solid moments and as far as the scares like the paul bunyan scare i actually really liked um as far as like even i like the, the mirror woman, room even though we had seen it a million times yeah the mirror that was room a good was kill good. scene and he's and like kind of a jack-in-the-box yeah and he's hitting his head yeah. i thought that was yeah. pretty good very yeah. stylistic and just yeah. how he kills the two kids too very you know very other, other the bleachers was good like, yeah yep. that for a broad daylight one that was pretty good i'll blow it away on three one one two and then yeah so the in the first one, Beverly's with the the bathroom with the blood, that was great. In this one, terrible. I thought yeah, that didn't was work so as bad. Well. Yeah. And then uh, and then so also with Ben. He's getting buried alive in his own fort. What? Like that's just yeah. me, fat boy. Yeah. <laughs> but, a little bit weird too. Uh, and Be- I will say Beverly, super strong. Pulling out Ben from like a bunch of dirt—that's yeah. hard to do. I actually like Jessica well, Chastain. Jessica <laughs> Chastain's performance, so. her Beverly character, when she goes to get the shoes in the beginning and grabs the kicks instead of the uh, pumps or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a cool no, moment. She, I yeah, like she's that. great. She's she actually great. did a great job in this movie. But but okay, her scare like that—that that goes back into one of my gripes is that the callbacks on this movie just seem very forced. They're not as subtle yeah. like in the first one. I think that's right. It just seems like a lot of it was like, hey, you remember this? Oh, look, she's in the bathroom, and we're gonna throw a lot of blood. In there just like in the first one you remember that or hey remember when we had the three uh the and three you know doors? what that is like, you, you know why it feels more bland in this one because you don't get the flash forwards and backs in the first movie and i really think because this one has flashbacks and the first one doesn't whereas the miniseries and the book go back and forth all the time it feels like two different movies and yeah it's, hard, yeah. it's harder to yeah. stink them together yeah. the that's, way we want that's kind to. of you know what i asked them unfortunately that's probably too. not his and, fault uh, like you said they didn't yeah. know how much they could get for the second movie and, they didn't know how successful it right was and be it's hard to kind of plan that out right, too. i get that and so but I think I like the flashbacks that are included with it. I definitely do. It's just maybe they shouldn't have included them at all. Maybe it's just they're still just now, let me all ask, about the adults. Let me ask you guys this. Have, have very like, you know, all the flashbacks they have, maybe like half of it. Include we, half. They talk about the Tarantino movies all the time. They're now talking about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood being released as like a five episode, uh, five hour cut of the movie with all the Tarantino stuff in there that he wants. They did it for the hateful eight on Netflix where they, re- they broke that movie up yeah. into five parts, like 45 minute parts or whatever. Would you want them to recut this, release it out as miniseries form and maybe give you another hour, but cut it together in such a way where the adults and the kids are kind of going side, Watching side it by back side? to back, uh, basically. Yeah. I wonder if it would work better. Um, if they could know. recut like those flashbacks like in the beginning, you mean just recut it all together? Yeah. Maybe, but that's like a five hour journey. It's going to make <laughs> money. I actually think people would, would be there. You'd have an audience for it. I don't know how big, but I think you'd have an audience for it. Yeah, I mean, I could see that. And I think still same thing where, you know, 27 years from now if this came out as an HBO miniseries I think it might be as a full story together it might be told a little bit you know easier as far as with the timeline and getting it all right and getting it all together but I really like Eddie in this yeah. so <laughs> I like I, you know Eddie and Richie they're and, great yeah, yeah I like great. I like you know and there are certain flashback scenes I like that blend together as far as like when you have the flashback scene with Eddie when he's got you know the isolation scare when he's in the pharmacist and of course as an adult when he has the same isolation scare and then he just, you know, he but, chokes the the, the leper yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The makeup on the pharmacist. It. Yeah, it was a little, you talk about practical effects. That makeup on the pharmacist oh, wasn't, yeah, was wasn't super great. Yeah, yeah, that was so, great. Uh, 
But I did like it when Eddie got thrown up on. Real so quick, was, yeah. <laughs> we have to talk about the ending. We okay, we got to. We got it. All right. This is the thing. One thing I wanted to mention, though, is you were talking about, like, they were making a joke of, oh, like, he doesn't know how to write endings. Was that all for setup to tell us that the ending of this movie is going to suck? It was, the movie, the ending was terrible. It was, right? was poking fun. Yeah, it was it's poking weird. fun at Stephen King's books. Because I get that. His endings I get that. And he was in on the joke. But the thing is, when you're going to go meta like that, I expected the ending to be significantly changed. Yeah. And it really wasn't. I mean, which is kind of odd. Yes. yes so I found yeah. that to be like, oh, we're doing this again. Okay. You know, so, I mean, like, so you made fun of yourself and then you didn't deliver on it. Yeah. And yeah. same thing. I think even like you kind of pointed out, you know, pretty well, Nick, it's just that, you know, you have the budget to make these bigger, huge, you know, CGI monsters and still same thing. You've already like, shown us you. you yeah, exactly. I mean? You've already like, shown us you like to play in the CGI sandbox. Yeah. So what are you going to give us? Yeah. Oh, so you're going to give us a giant and same spider. Thing, yeah, again. same thing. The CGI monsters work, but you have like a CGI, you know, spider monster yeah, slash clown, yeah. you know. And, and I so, thought it looked reasonably okay. It wasn't great. It yeah. wasn't so much that the way it looked. It was the choice of doing that and not coming up with something better. Right. Even though you made fun of yourself and you basically raised the expectation you were going to do that. And then two, the way that the deaths and stuff worked out similar to the book, but different enough that like, you know, I don't, I don't know why Eddie gets stabbed versus getting his arm ripped off. There's symmetry to him getting his arm ripped off, yeah. which is in the novel, which wasn't in the miniseries, had a chance to be in this movie. They choose to not do that. Why? I don't get yeah. it, you know? So I can see that if everyone survived, then it would be a crappy ending. Yeah. Someone has to die. Like, it can't just be Stanley killing himself. Right. No, I wanted somebody to die, too. I actually wanted him to stay with... You, you probably, gotta kill somebody. Yeah, and, yeah, you and gotta. Based yeah. on what they were building with the Eddie and uh, Richie and I didn't stuff, want Eddie to die either, but you had to. Well, you kind of had yeah. to. Yeah, I feel like if sense. Mike died that would have been more meaningful no uh, i mean like it's just i guess i could see it as being a little bit more meaningful because he's always wanted to escape dairy and maybe yeah, it's just yeah. like he never ever got the, to see florida you know stuff like that of li but living there it's just i liked eddie so much in this you know what i mean and just true, like and just true. the eddie and richie dynamic too and their relationship yeah, and you, yeah. Need you, know, the, you need the it emotional works. payoff at the end so if you're not going to kill bill ben or beverly the logical next one would be Eddie or Richie. Yeah. They could have role reversed it and done Richie and that would have been impactful too. It but yeah. it, the way it worked was kind of, it was sweet in the way it was executed. Yeah. But so uh, I, I think they made the right okay. choice there. But the way he dies is what I didn't like. Uh, yeah, I agree too. It was very like anticlimactic. Yeah. He, like, and, and, and that's one thing and I don't not understand. gory. Like some of the things like you guys are the horror guys, right? Like what is the deal with, uh, uh, Maschietti and like the, he wants to play in the sandbox he wants to delve into the horror give us the funny stuff he's got a cool vision but like what is the gauge here is it gory horror or is it like broad daylight not super gory horror? yeah, yeah. that's I like too, the, yeah. there's a weird, there's a weird imbalance uh, yeah, the, there the wasn't imbalance really, is weird because there wasn't really a broad daylight scare really in uh the first chapter and if there was like I can only think of like the Polaroid scene, but that mm. was in a dark, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That was in a dark. Uh, what you call it? Gar uh, garage. I want to say yeah. garbage. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> it was in a dark garage. So, so I mean, Hashtag I think garbage boy. <laughs> yeah. So, um, some of the ones did work for me. Some of them didn't. But I think you know the old lady scare kind of got me a little bit too, even though the Paul Bunyan one. But you know. So the Beverly's that's head on fire. Let's, let's mention that because uh, the trailer, the original trailer for this shows almost the entire old lady. Yeah. yeah. Except that I they didn't that give you the CGI. A, yeah. They just give you the regular. That was scarier than yeah, to see what agreed, the CGI ended up being. Yeah. yeah. So. kind of weird. So, okay. Uh, now, when I talk about the ending was being terrible, yes, he turns into spider. Yeah, it's crappy or whatever. But that was more menacing. My 
big gripe about the ending is that they don't do anything except bully him and then that I eventually yeah. kills him. It's hilarious. It's a that's, weird choice. That's so bad. Just Are you serious? Yeah. That's how they're going to kill him? Yeah. We will say oh my in, the, in the miniseries, Eddie dies from... Pennywise essentially just castigating him and yelling at him doesn't even do anything and Eddie just dies of shock basically in the book he gets his arm ripped off and bleeds mm. out I think like they sort of reverse that and the people castigate Pennywise which is so dumb which is weird but I will say this you got to remember there's really no good endings right this is probably why they went meta in the book I, I want to if I remember correctly Bill goes inside the spider inside yeah. the spider's body and grabs the heart they all well, right? in the miniseries they all like kind of toppled the spider over and they just basically rip it apart yeah in the, in the book the, though he has to go heart, inside right the, yeah something like, i don't know yeah, yeah. But, so it's not like the original written stuff is particularly yeah. great either but it's, at the uh, same time in the end of the first movie like i thought that was dealt way better because again he's a caged animal he realizes he can't scare them because all these yeah. people are standing up to him and then so he's doing whatever he can and then they get physical they hit him they punch him yeah. and stuff like that this all they end up doing is just yelling at him that's all they do yeah and it, it didn't even seem that effective and i didn't mind the cgi in that moment but the words and stuff that were coming out didn't seem impactful enough it didn't yeah. work quite well mm -hmm. i also i was confused on the deadlights i actually liked we, we mentioned some of the some of the outlying areas of this movie are really, really well. I like the marketing of the movie, the balloons, the way Pennywise looks. They had the new line in WB. It was dark. And then they had like the deadlights come up behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were introducing yeah. the movie. So like some of the little things were really executed well. But in the final analysis, the way they brought this thing together and the way Pennywise dies and the way they close the thing out, it ends up being kind of goofy and not stylistic enough that like it just didn't. There's no payoff. The payoff mm -hmm. was like lackluster. So you made fun of yourself. You even brought Stephen King to come in and say our endings are shitty. And then you didn't come up with a good one. Like you, you're basically saying, I'm going to come up with something great. Otherwise, like you're just part of the joke. You're part yeah. of your own yeah. joke. See, I like I liked when they're like, oh, this is a monster killer if you believe it. And then he throws it and then he actually gets hurt. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like, and I was thinking, oh, all they have to do is believe that they can kill Pennywise. So then they they would be they would believe they can do it and then they would fight him and boom, they, they kill him. Mm -hmm. What it amounted to was just, oh, we got to make him feel small. Just make him feel small. And then yeah. they just start yelling and it's like it's you can't understand what they're saying two hours and 50 minutes and that's what you give us as the climax exactly you know I mean? I was like, what? it was a little bit yeah. weird right now i like the eddie part when he throws the spear yeah thing, and that was cool but why didn't anybody else do that before why wasn't there any lead into them figuring out why like oh we just yell at him to make him small like you yeah. could have built up to it and made it a little more logical and but they never they and didn't ultimately do it, you know? it makes that scene of him throwing the spear useless what pretty is much the, yeah, yeah what it makes is the his point? death much less i I, you know, I, I was very impactful and I did I did like it because of the Richie and Eddie stuff. Yes. But yes. not because of the way it was executed. Yeah. In terms of like the rest of the group and, and his sacrifice for the group. Right. That was the part that didn't quite pay yeah. off, you know. Yeah. And I can see that as far as the ending goes, uh, the yelling at Pennywise and, of course, bullying him into, you know, making him feel small and then, you know, taking his heart out, then crushing it. That could have been handled a little bit better for sure. I mean, if this is a monster movie have your silver bullet and then kind of go from there. Maybe not the whole kind of, you know what I mean? Just well, let me ask you, Tyler, you're, him, so. you're the source material guy. You're the pure emotion guy as usual. Uh -huh. When you saw that it was going to be Pennywise, the half spider hybrid, yeah. were you pleased or did your eyes roll <laughs> a little bit? Uh, they didn't really roll. It was just kind of like, okay, this is going to be, he's going to be huge. That's how it's going to be. And I like the idea as far as like, we've got to get him because he's a, a shapeshifter. 
we got to get him into a spot where he can shrink down to a different size and then we can kill him, you know, manually. Yeah, like, yeah, which sounds like a good idea. Sense. Yeah, that yeah. That makes sense. Get him somewhere, get him back to normal size, and then, you know, find your, you know, crowbars or whatever. Yeah, and, and just believe beat the shit. that yeah, you can kill him. I can believe yeah. I can beat I the shit. Out of yeah. <laughs> when, when Mike sees the ritual flashback thing with his Chocopiqua Native Americans or whatever, yeah. they see like the asteroid coming in. And that's when it arrives, right? So too there much was, backstory. Right, too much backstory, <laughs> but you gave it to us. Now you showed us. You, you had the freedom to do any sort of weird alien thing at yeah, that moment. Yeah, yeah. But instead, you went with the spider again. It was just like a weird choice, <laughs> yeah. you know? I was like, come on, man. Give us Predator, man. Yeah. Give us something. Give yeah. us uh, the alien oh, from shit. Aliens. You don't have to do because Spider. <laughs> in, in the actual, like, vision... Pennywise takes a really cool form too. Like, like yeah, an alien yeah, thing. Yeah, why yeah, why yeah. did you give us that? <laughs> now I will say again, remember the source material, right? In the book, it's very spider-like. There's eggs involved. Yeah. There's a web involved. So again, and the source material is not yeah. great. So it's, we can't uh, blame it all on the writers and, and, and Moschietti. It's uh, in his true form. They can't actually perceive what it is. So yeah. they just perceive it as like a giant uh, kind that of sounds like a cop thing. out yeah, I know, I know. But, but when you I've read the novel the book movie, the so. book is very there's eggs webs it's very oh spider-like believe me uh, to be okay there's i feel like there's a lot of things that i could talk i could talk yeah, about yeah we forever. could go and merry go around yeah. all day long and there's a lot or of things that i didn't want to mention mirrors all day long so anyways <laughs> yeah but why don't we just like close it up and yeah if, hey audience members if you want to hear more of our thoughts dm yeah, us you can you can contact us <laughs> i will say though there's a lot that I like with this movie and same with the miniseries too. And I think cause we all just kind of saw within like 48 hours, right. Or 24 hours. I think it might need a little bit more time to rest and grow a little time the to process. Maybe some be, rewatches too. Yeah. The ending is going to be the ending. I think we'll still feel the same as far as the ending goes, but I'm I think there's some room to grow with this and there's a lot to like I there's a lot that I like about and this, endings so, but, are, are tough and again yeah. they they told us that in this movie very clearly <laughs> multiple times yeah. but the thing is if you're gonna tell us if you're gonna treat us like adults and give us the meta humor you better you got to deliver at, at least, least something, something different at least take yeah. a shot and do something different they didn't really do that and I don't know if it was to pay homage to the source material which it seems like they were oh this movie a lot of fighting between the source material and maybe new ideas, new CGI, new technology. It just doesn't come together quite yeah. right. So unfortunately, now, that's the. I, I got an I got to give my little fan endings, right? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it's better. All right. I just thought about it on the fly too. So, okay. all right. So ending in this movie, right? You can't defeat it okay. because it's you know because of its origin, because of whatever. You There's just, no you way. Just can't, yeah, because it's based off a belief system. Because every 27 years, he's able to impact children and so on and so on. That and he's so ingrained with the roots of dairy, you just can't beat him. Mm. You just can't beat him, whatever it is. And so they have to stay in dairy, and they have to wait another twenty-seven years to try to warn warn people about him. Mm. So you just can't defeat it because of have of just because of the cosmic level that he is at. And so, which makes sense a little bit, you know. And what do you do? Maybe you try to like you know get rid of people in the town of dairy, you know. If they, Burn down nuclear, yeah, if they have a nuclear power plant, you set that off, you know, who knows, you know, <laughs> that would be I mean? timely. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's just, you know, it's like, what do you do other than it's just, we can't defeat him. That's, and even like at the end of this, you know, I kind of felt like, is he really gone? You know what I mean? Because he's kind of somewhat fooled them before. And it didn't really feel like he was gone to really begin with because it's like, well, well the scars really feel something being that erased level. from their hands feels enough like. 
yeah a conclusion there somewhat but yeah yeah, yeah that's thing, why i think prequels you know. make more sense than continuing yeah, yeah i'm pretty sure that it's it over so i like the, the, idea yeah. the way like, to wrap it up it from this like point over. on yeah it's this, gonna be over this source material is so well known this is such a popular stephen king book it's like a top four top five book of his um and we've seen a miniseries already that was well received i almost think you have to go way outside the box you have to sacrifice one of those big three bill ben or beverly yeah and you have to like the the it uh, spirit gets embodied in one of their bodies and you have to sacrifice one of them to kill it or something like that. Okay. Might I have mean, been a, a different way to go that would have taken people off, you know, would have taken yeah. them off the scent a little bit. Unfortunately, it's I, just, I, they just, they yeah. went, you know, I, and you, it's a hard job. What yeah, do you it's do? a really difficult job because it? again, I want to, I always would say like, go with what the book, the book was successful, go with what the book says, but then you, you know, yeah. sometimes like it doesn't always work it out. Doesn't translate well, right? as well it doesn't translate as well. Doesn't translate perfectly. Too, well, yeah. So, but you know, it's just maybe you can't kill it. You know, yeah. and maybe that's the the conclusion. Here of it, it was weird that, because so. again, they don't go with what the book says exactly, but they also don't give you anything new enough. Yeah. So I, I they couldn't find the happy balance there. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. All, All right, right, you guys ready for a rating? Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll start off. So <laughs> yeah. So like I said, uh, there's a lot that I really liked with it. I thought it had some really good, deep, impactful, emotional moments. I thought it was funny. I thought it had some pretty good scary moments cgi uh i feel like more of a hit than a miss um and it's just because you have a monster movie you want to play on those monsters and you're making crazy things and so you know what i'm gonna let it dawn on me a little bit more right now i'm gonna give it eight red balloons you know what i mean because the first one is really good i do like a lot of things out of this one. i do enjoy the humor but you know the ending and just kind of yelling at pennywise and make him feel you know what i mean like you could chapter one what did you give chapter one again was I it like eight or eight and a half eight and a half i think i gave yeah. it like an eight and a half yeah, but yeah. this i'm gonna give it a good solid eight for now mm. just because you know i did have fun with it even though it's a three-hour movie i didn't really start feeling that mark where like when is this gonna end about probably like 220 you know <laughs> okay. like all right all right i was like all right this is gonna wrap up soon but it was entertaining and I think if you're a fan of the series in general, the miniseries or just, you know, or a Stephen the, the, King, you know, fan the lore in general, yeah. I think you're gonna have a good time. And I think it's gonna feel very reminiscent of your miniseries because that didn't have a great ending either. So, mm. so eight red balloons, that's all I got. Nick, go for it. Okay. So for me, this is the thing. Like, I wasn't totally disappointed with it and I wasn't completely dissatisfied with it. I actually give it a lot of credit for having some integrity to the source material. Um, it was a reasonable ad adaptation of Stephen King's source material. I've read the book, I've seen the miniseries. You know, in a weird way, I tip my hat to them saying, like, oh, actually, they went with a lot of the stuff that was in the book. Good for them. But on the flip side, the CGI, the weird tones, going with the brighter uh, scenery than having dark, rainy stuff, which they could have had because it was in the book, right? Um, was a little bit disarming. Excellent uh, casting, poor editing, really funny. The scares didn't hit me that well. A bit of a mixed bag, right? Now, I love the source material and I'm nostalgic for Stephen King, the novel, the miniseries. I love this story. It's, it's For me, it's a top three story of Stephen King's, right? So I was happy to see it come to the screen. And because of that, I wasn't totally dissatisfied. I gave the first one a six. Um, I think that the, the first one's a little bit better than this one, but I'm going to give it that same 6.0 on the Shawshank scale. Mm. It actually makes my top 10 of the year. It's right below Rocket Man. I want to say it's above Captain Marvel in the number seven spot for my top 10. It may not stay in the top 10 the rest of the year, but yeah. good enough. I definitely would recommend it if I was doing the review on it. But unfortunately, like... I don't think Maschietti, I wonder if like he needs to write his own story or he needs to be more involved with the story that's being written. I wonder how the flash is going to come out. I think his vision is interesting. I like the way he, I like the way he infuses horror and comedy together. And I like the lighting and the stuff that he does with the cinematography, but I don't know that it works well with the Stephen King source material. Mm -hmm. So good for him. If they do a prequel or, or, a, or a sequel somehow, I think they hand the reins to a different director and let's see yeah. what somebody else can do. I prefer the so. or prequel. I really like, 
like this yeah, director. So. It's weird because I don't love Mama and I don't love either of the It movies, but I like I like where he's going. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he's hit his stride just mm-hmm. yet. Okay. So 6.0 for me. All right, what do you All got, right. Ryan? So for me, oh, like I wanted this movie Rip to be the good. Off. <laughs> just like, I, 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 I really wanted this movie to be good. I really enjoyed the first one. I thought the first one was great. It did really good in terms of building the suspense and like having that creepy atmosphere uh, as I was watching it I really got engulfed into the movie I gave that one an 8.5 this one a that very, was high yeah I was well <laughs> no it, I, I liked it again and the way that I reasoned it is we have so many horror movies and when you get a good one you want to hold on to that yeah right. I, I I felt that way about the first one with this one I'm actually very disappointed with how things go just because mm-hmm. I really liked the first one and then this one I, I was hoping that it was going to set up for something better and ultimately it kind of fell apart the CG was awful like uh-huh. it was pretty terrible and it pulled me out of a lot of the scares and and because of a lot of the scares were so heavily dependent on these cg things it kind of ruined you, that for me you guys are the horror experts right i know i'm captain tangent i'll cut you off just for a second yeah is Moschietti a, a horror director is that what he is because we've seen mama and we've seen this now maybe this is not his wheelhouse yeah mm. maybe it's just not his thing Maybe comedy, the scares, the yeah, scares, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, comedy yeah. or, like, or maybe yeah. something like a Marvel movie where you can infuse two yeah, or three but, things a together. A lot of that yes. comedy came from Bill Hader too, mm. who is you know right. very, has yeah. a very comedic background. Maybe yeah. he was allowed and, to improv yeah. on this too, you know. Right. But, and yeah. James Ransom, and again, uh, great jobs by McAvoy, by yeah. Chastain. Yeah, and, and, casting and Scar- is spot yeah, on. Casting yeah. is really good, and, and yeah, and I'll give it to that. Like. The actors in it, they were great. The humor in it was good, but I felt like there's too much that it took away from the tone of the movie. When it came down to it, it just seemed like a horror slash comedy, yeah. you know? It's so, like the movie didn't know what it wanted. Because what, uh, what genre it was yeah. supposed to be. In your in, in your it chapter one, like you have those CGI, you know, kind of scenes, right? Yeah, yeah. But Which it's we not about very then, too. CGI monster heavy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know and, what I mean? And, and, and I'm it trying was... to think too, but it's just like, of course you have the jaw scene in the beginning with Georgie, which is like, okay, that's not very good. But then you have things like the Polaroid scene and just things where he pops yeah. out Practi- at you. Practical and horror. A, like, the, why not infuse more practical horror boy, You know what I mean? It's that slow like buildup, though. Yeah. That slow buildup of, like, this creepiness, the eeriness of them coming to a scare, like, yeah. slowly. With this, they had more jump scares in this movie than it did in the first one. And I don't know. I think it was pretty close. Uh, no, there, there, was, close, there was quite yeah. a bit. I'd say because it's longer, there's more jump scares. Yeah, well, yeah that's that true. Be, yeah, and the, the story was a little shot. And there were some things that I just didn't, I, I didn't like about the story. Like, I didn't even get it to to all of them but overall it was a disappointment in yeah, my book right. and yeah. i think mm-hmm. my, my rating for it is a 6.5 yeah like, 6. now 5, uh, yeah. what okay. about both together as a full beginning to end story uh, to be honest i really wish that i, I wouldn't yeah. i don't want to look at chapter two i think that number one could stand by itself. Great by yeah, itself yeah it's good so, by itself and i can see that and you know i'll defend this movie too as well yeah, and yeah. i'll say you know i'll say well because they're older it's harder to manifest fear yeah, so you have to yeah. go for crazy big ass monsters so yeah. <laughs> you know and now you have the toys you have the cgi you have the toys you can play with i get why he's doing it but you're a long time stephen king fan right his books are not they're not conducive to big cgi monsters that's not what they Mm -hmm. do it's a psychological slow build it's a lot of adjectives on the page you know it's a lot of he's a this this book was like a thousand pages yeah it's a lot of like you know exposition and build up Mm -hmm. it's not monsters you know the monsters are like what you're leading up to yeah so it was just kind of weird how moschietti decided to go with using the technology versus like building right. in that practical horror but you know that's psychological horror I, I see where you where both of you guys are coming from and i do give it credit for what it does well like you know the humor in it um it tries to stick to the source material and i respect that that's good on them but i do feel that 
some things it's hard could, to fault him for yeah it, yeah, right? I, yeah i can't fault him for it but there's some things that you're you're making a new adaptation of it Ta- you've already taken a lot of liberties on certain things why not like change a little more up go that step and, further yeah go, nobody go. likes the giant spider ending you're gonna go <laughs> all endings suck and then you're gonna give us a giant spider giant end. clown spider <laughs> yeah I got Bye. it guys i got oh, it man, giant exactly. hybrid clown spider <laughs> nailed it who's this yeah. guy he's the director oh <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll move on to the next one. Um, we'll see. Well, I'll ask you this real quick before we move on to our uh, our We've Got Mail segment. But uh, Do you want sequels? Do you do want you, prequels? I would like a prequel. Would you like a prequel? Yeah, I'd see it. I can go for I'd a prequel. Mini, miniseries yeah. prequel or movie prequel? I think I would like miniseries. Yeah, you know, I agree with that. Prequel. It's, you know what's funny, about, a bit more what's funny about this stuff is like we... As as people have gotten to know us on Talking Flick, they sort of know like what genres we ride or die for, right? You guys are the horror guys. Yeah. I sort of like the indie movie or the adult drama, right? So when there's a good one, even if it's not like an all-timer, but it does really well, this movie's obviously going to make money. It's going to yeah. do well. It's going to support your genre. So in that sense, like you want to pull for it, mm-hmm. even though it's not super satisfying because- this was a seventy million dollar horror movie that's gonna make probably let's maybe it's gonna make seven hundred million like the first one. It's definitely gonna make five hundred million based on what the opening weekend is. So that's gonna lead to more high budget, high concept horror movies for you, which is what you ultimately want, right? Maybe Ari Aster instead of getting like five million for Midsummer Two is gonna get thirty million and do something else, <laughs> yeah. right? So that's what you're looking for. You know, it's yeah. why I want Ad Astra the the space movie to do well, mm-hmm. even though it doesn't look that great, because I want more expensive space movies, right? So yeah. in that sense, like. Credit for getting even just New Line and Warner, Warner Brothers marketing, Boschietti with design, set design, things like that for getting people to go to the movies to see a, a high concept Stephen King horror movie. Yeah, it's so. definitely done a lot for the genre too yep. as well. So I feel like some of these guys are usually better with better, you know, smaller budgets anyways. Yeah. You know, you give yeah. them too much. Well, we talk like, about 824, right? Like, <laughs> I like that, yeah. that model of five, $5 million movies <laughs> okay. and like if one of them hits, it's a big deal. Mm. All right, well, we'll move on to our next segment. Uh, we've got Mel. So we got an email here from Deborah. So if you want to email us, do it talkingflick hey, at <laughs> gmail.com or even twitter flick underscore talking so we've got what movie were you nostalgic for but then when you rewatched it you realized it was terrible which is a very Ooh, good question that's a good question if right? you want me to go first let me know i'll go first <laughs> yeah so, go for all it all right man. i'll do this one you ready for this i used to really like white chicks Oh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, you know, I, I resent I the idea not. that White Chicks, a movie that came out like what ten years ago, is yeah. is characterized as nostalgic. Like re, some re, of us are well, a little bit older, right? Re, we have, re, our library is a little deeper. We watched it like a couple years ago. It does not hold up. Really, as well. <laughs> you know, because I was thinking about choosing that movie for this. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, that's interesting. Because so, I, I also really liked it before too. Yeah. So I mean, I, I like the Wayne Brothers, and maybe I should give another rewatch and everything. But um, <laughs> just kind of off the top of my head, like, yeah, White Chicks probably doesn't hold up as well in today's standards. But yeah, yeah, we'll see. I get it. Yeah. I'll have to rewatch it again, maybe one of these days. You know, with okay. a couple drinks. So, <laughs> so for me, like, um, I was thinking, thinking about it the one that comes to mind that i i, I haven't rewatched it but i know it's just going to be terrible i really liked it when i was a kid it was the pest with john leguizamo I don't oh know. yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I, interesting choice yeah <laughs> when when i was younger i thought it was hilarious i thought it was so funny and i thought oh man john leguizamo he's such a he's such a good comedian oh man now when i think back 
of like memories of it. I know I don't want to watch this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it is so annoying. Like I think I uh, I was like on YouTube and then I got onto that side of YouTube where you're like you don't want to be. And then yeah. I was watching like clip shows of the past and it was just terrible, man. <laughs> like the jokes that they made, they don't age very well. It's just super annoying. Oh, so uh, I think that would be my choice. Yeah. You know, it's hard for me because most of the movies that I like that are super timeless are timeless for a reason, right? Like I can go back and watch the Gold Rush Charlie Chaplin and still really like it. I'm going to give you guys a little sliver of satisfaction here and say that the last time I watched Weekend at Bernie's, oh, <laughs> a movie that I love, I, knew, I, knew, I, I love this movie, but I knew. when you do go back, you do see more of the flaws, right? So being removed from it for a few years. But that movie's perfect. But I still, I still really like it. I still hold to its 8.5, but I think if I watched it more and more, it'll start to lose some of the luster there. I try to always watch these movies in the time they come out, but you can go back and watch something like The Gold Rush or Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade or something like that. That. even jaws like doesn't feel that dated to me still yeah but that you know obviously some of the ones that like as a kid you think so fondly of it i actually am a little bit afraid to go back to ghostbusters definitely ghostbusters 2 because ghostbusters 1 is so good but i uh-huh. have a little bit of a fear to go back in that universe and think like oh, okay maybe it's not quite as good as i remember because i <laughs> sometimes like gremlins is another one that you think about like i love that movie but if i watched it now yeah probably roll my eyes like yeah. yeah so sometimes i don't want to go back because the memory that is so positive i don't want to uh-huh. go back and touch it but i'll give you a little satisfaction and say we can at bernie's lost a tiny tiny bit there mm, in the last it went from a 10 to an eight and a half yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> still a good movie though oh man so uh we'll move on to our next segment uh recommendations anything you guys you know read watch listen to over the week that you well, I'll go, i'm gonna go first on to. this one because producer it, ryan does dragon quest school is a great podcast in, in a sister network right and he likes his fantasy, right? So I try to dip my toe in. I watched, I finished Mindhunter. So just yeah, for the record, awesome. And I like it. That's good. a slow burn kind of Zodiac. The, the ending is not satisfactory. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't give you the satisfaction. Yes, I agree. Which, which is weird. And, and mm-hmm. uh, But uh, in line with what Fincher does, in line with Zodiac and police work and things like that. So I like that. But I, I dip my toe into the Dark Crystal. No, uh, oh, okay. wow. I went okay. two episodes in, and I, I hadn't, I didn't go back and watch anything from my childhood days, but yeah. I remember a little bit of it. It's dark and weird and very mythos, world building uh-huh. and deep, and and it it was uh, it was not what I expected. Is it worth the watch? I I think for producer One Ryan, or... or if you're a Questicles fan, like uh-huh. you should definitely check it okay. out. Okay, all right. There's a lot of stuff there. Yeah. Interesting. I, but I I will mm-hmm. go back, but I'm not going to binge watch it. But I will dip my toe into it. Slowly little little. build it up. Now yeah. I want to ask you something because I felt this way with the boys and with Mindhunter. I wanted more episodes. Did you want more episodes with Mindhunter? I, I wanted what, a solid 12 You know or 13, what happens but... with this stuff? Like, I remember the first time I saw Zodiac, I was taken aback by, like, the lack of finality to it all. Um, that it's just, like, the slog of, like, endless stuff, a case that never ends or whatever. This was, like, I do, I think, like, the they leave you wanting more. Yeah. And the conclusion is very unsatisfactory. Yeah. And I think that's done on purpose because now we can't wait for the next yeah, season. Yeah, now right? we really want so, the next season. again, well designed. And we're going to get right? five, yeah, yeah. I think, I don't right love, now, so. love, love the show, but I like it enough. I didn't binge watch My yeah. Hunter. It was a kind of a slow burn for me, but um, I, I liked it a lot. You know, it's Every well two years, yeah. it'd be nice that's to get That's fine. I'm Hunter, fine with yeah, it. I got so. room in my life for that show, so. Oh, okay. All right. All right, what do you got, Ryan? Uh, so for me, uh, in a few weeks, I think it's in two weeks or so, uh, Borderlands 3 is coming out on PC. Uh, if you don't know what Borderlands is, it's an zombies, awesome. Zombies, right? No, first person shooter no zombies zombies? it takes place in a post-apocalyptic world post-apocalyptic yeah and um, uh, you play as vault hunters that are looking for this treasure that is on this planet and uh, alien artifacts and yada 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 Uh, it is an awesome game I played the crap out of the first one watch out for giant spiders 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I played the first. I, I played the crap out of the first one, and uh, the second one. I'm really going into it. Uh, that's what I'm going to recommend. Borderlands Two. It's great. It's awesome, and it'll prepare you for Borderlands Three. That's going to be coming out in a few weeks. So check it out. Um, we like to recommend movies and TV shows. Ryan's and our game music. guy. Yeah. Video <laughs> gamer. We got game go. music. Yeah. yeah. There it is. Borderlands. <laughs> After two. a two hour and Pick fifty minute uh, fifty minute movie, he's got to go back to the uh, to the PC, right? <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'm not gonna lie, like it's been out for a long time, and they had all these uh, uh, expansion packs and stuff like that. You can get it up for dirt cheap, like really, oh, okay. yeah. So uh, if you have a decent enough computer or whatever, throw it on. They have it on PS3, they have it on PS4, 360. Maybe I'll check it out. Xbox I'm almost done with the division, so maybe that'll be my next in line. Yeah, man, it's good and uh, like. Uh, if you like looting and uh, the RPG mechanics in it, it's a first-person shooter RPG. So, yeah, that's right, really cool. Right, awesome. So, uh, this week I watched a movie besides, of course, it was uh, Panic Room because it's over there. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, one of my so, lesser Fincher movies, but good uh, enough. Not bad. I would say I think it's... I feel like this movie thinks it's smarter than what it is or it feels yeah. like it thinks it's more that's thrilling young, than what uh, it is, too. That's a Kristen Stewart? Yeah, Kristen yeah, Stewart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Whitaker, so, yeah. Um, just, just, there's just very certain holes that you can pick into it now, like, why would 911 put you on hold? You know, like, stuff like <laughs> that. Yep. You know, there's just there's just very... I felt like it thought it was much more thrilling and much more smart than what it was, that it was a foolproof plan of how they get these people in the room, and at first it was, but then there's these holes that get dug it's into It's like the it, idea of claustrophobia so, versus, like, how you show that idea. Yeah. And so, some of it he gets really right, some of it yeah uh, and a, some of it there, right? uh he likes that i don't know if he still does i don't think he does but he likes that whole cgi kind of dig through whatever environment yeah. you're in you yeah, know what yeah. i mean so and the yeah. whole room cgi it just digs through you get kind of like a first person like you know view perspective uh, yeah, yeah as far as like with the cgi and it didn't work as well with this movie uh, there are parts of it that i did like um but Panic Room, it was okay. It's yeah. a little long, I would say. If you don't know what else to watch, it's okay to watch. You know, it's got Jared Leto in it. And yep, spoiler alert, he gets I, shot in the head. So <laughs> I remember <laughs> I remember on like one of the MTV movie awards, Will Ferrell and Jack Black, they do a skit. Based no on way, really? Panic Room. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Check, uh, check it, it up on YouTube or something. I'll have to check that out. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, but I have been watching, uh, you ready for this? I've been watching Gilmore Girls with my girlfriend. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, Gilly Gilmore. I've been so, on that set uh, a long time ago. I was walking through uh, movie no uh, TV sets and I got to go on the Gilmore Girls set. No way. It's Are so you serious? Much, yeah, it's so much smaller. You were on Gilly Girls? Yeah, I was you there. You met the Gilly Girls? I was there. And I wasn't on the, I didn't meet the actors, but I was on the, the set and it was empty. But it was incredible. It was a really cool little oh, set. I was man. in the kitchen and it were was you like, <laughs> Were you in Phil with Luke's wit? Diner? And then I all was... of a sudden you just started speaking about literature? <laughs> I did not. No, I did not. <laughs> I wasn't oh, quite man. that, uh, I wasn't my full form yet. So, uh, I, I didn't have enough fear to, to strengthen in my way so <laughs> I wasn't quite cutting everybody off just yet at that time yeah that was junior college oh, for me so, so Gilmore I've seen like episodes here and there like from my mom would put it on my sister it's put super it on, cute I like know. those actresses yeah, and, yeah my sister-in-law but my girlfriend and I we've been watching it and you know what it's actually it's, well it's written pretty, too it's, it's, it's a yeah, pretty well written show it's pretty yeah. solid it's yeah. not a bad show like it really isn't so for you know and I like my best friend's wedding I know you didn't like that oh, but Gilmore <laughs> Girls is pretty solid so, <laughs> I couple's like Gilmore going Girls <laughs> I'm just saying. There it is. Forever. 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 
Uh, okay, I'll, I'll touch uh, it up. Uh, yeah, touch yeah, it up. Yeah. We got, we got, we got to put some a little backing vocals here, so. in there. Can you add an accordion? <laughs> <laughs> do it. Yes. I'll do it. Cowbell. Can you add a cowbell? Yeah. You gotta, yeah. Have, you gotta have more cowbell. <laughs> more cowbell. Oh man, but uh, next week, Ryan. Uh, next week is power. The I pick. have the power. Power of the pick. pick is Ryan, so. and we will be use wa- your power wisely. We will be doing a watch along. Oh, oh, so it is a surprise to these guys. Degree of difficulty on producer Ryan goes up there. I know these uh, both of these guys. They're my movie encyclopedias. If I have a question about a movie, I can ask these guys. But I am a hundred percent sure that these guys have never watched this movie before. Wow! Oh, I'm That's, uh, all right. We watch so, a lot of movies. Uh, and unlike uh, producer Ryan, the rules apply to me entirely. <laughs> and, uh, we watch movies. And, and for for you guys, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this movie, or maybe you really like it. Uh, but we'll uh, we'll share that with you guys, and then I'll share that with these guys. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get it out there. But, uh, <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for us. Calling out we... sick next week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You'll be there. <laughs> Let me read over I'll, this contract. I'm going to your house. <laughs> if I have to be there, you're going to be there. So. <laughs> All right, Ryan, where can we find you at? Hey, if you like listening to my voice or you just want more content, I do another podcast called Dragon Questicles. It's a real play, role play, collaborative storytelling podcast that uses the D&D 5th edition system to tell this overarching fantasy story. If you're a fan of fantasy, if you're a fan of comedy and just world building and just the, and all right story come and check us out we're on itunes spotify or wherever you download podcasts if you just want to follow me my name is ryan coloma <laughs> i guess you can just find me on the internet <laughs> just google just my google name him. Just, google him. Garbage <laughs> boy. just google garbage yeah, boy garbage boy but um you can find me on twitter and instagram at ryan you won't under- find him at the movie theater i'll tell you that <laughs> <Yeah>. much <laughs> ryan underscore.com that's ryan with an i underscore d-o-t-c-o-m all right, you can always find me at realwatchability.com where you can find my top 10 movies of the year. I don't think I'll be doing a review for It Chapter 2, but if you want to see where it falls in the top 10 <coughs> and see if it rises or falls as more movies come out, um, I think I'll be reviewing Ad Astra when that comes out in a week or so. Uh, then you can hit me up on Twitter with uh, suggestions, comments, whatever, at Real Watch, and that's all I got. All right. Well, as always, we're talking flick. We're the tripod. So yeah. <laughs> I'm liking that name. So, I, yeah, I like it too. Sticks, too people tripod, like it. Yeah, so. yeah. Let's stay with it. <laughs> but uh, as always, talkingflick at gmail.com. Talkingflick at gmail.com. I actually like that you do that because it gives me a second to like catch my breath. Yeah, too, so. you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I add a lot to the show. <laughs> and then we got flick underscore uh, over there. Or, uh, sorry, flick underscore talking over there on Twitter. Um, if, if you're, you're going yeah so if you're gonna rate us leave a rate and review over on whatever apple podcast sorry whatever podcast app you're listening to us on but apple podcast is the big one uh five stars you can leave whatever view you want three even and a half we'll just take it five nope five, five we'll don't we'll listen to nick we'll take two and five, five stars, stars. <laughs> we'll take stars. anything so leave a negative comment but keep it five stars it's yeah all good. say whatever so, you yeah. want choose, choose scary not not scary that's what i said <laughs> not scary. very scary very scary very well, no, very he's just scary. fucking with us that shit got dark fast oh yeah but uh hey if you guys really like the show you can become a patreon there's a link in the description and we'll have a link for everyone's twitter handle and websites too as well ryan's podcast um but if you want to really kind of help us give you more content throw in a dollar we'll help keep the lights on and we'll get you more content out there but yeah that's all we got for you why don't you finish this off ryan hey that was talking flick and we will talk at you next week beep beep producer ryan hey fuckers (laughs) time to float (laughs) (laughs) that was not bad so we're at like 140. Okay. Right. Yeah. This is probably quite a bit you gotta cut out there. Yeah, sorry. I just really went into it with the Oh movie. no, it's fine. And there's a different uh note taking that I did with this 